my shorts. Podcast. Forgot to clink. Hang on, hang on. Can you hear it? And you can never hear it. Ready? Ah, there we go. Gotta give the audio listeners the full experience. Welcome to Daily Down in the Podcast. I'm of course your host, Dave Lee. This is episode number 42. Number 42, huh? 42. Yeah, you can join me every single Monday at the podcast. of a really good baseball player from years ago. Correct. Jackie Robinson. That's the one. That's it. Of course, uh, are played by the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Yes, very, very good film. Good movie, you haven't seen it? Awesome film. The podcast, of course, goes out on all the podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music and Audible. Uh, the visual element is available on YouTube at the same time, but if you're a patron supporter, you get that two days early with the early access. So head on over to Dave Lee. No, head to... Patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee down under. You can get your early access to the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Cheap, 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 cheap. Very cheap. Very cheap. Well, of course I might even pay a dollar a month. Go for it. Uh, all right then. I might. <laughs> I might. Yeah, well, there you go. Go. Pay yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, we've migrated a video podcast to a second channel. Uh, of course, I would appreciate the follow and the view and all that kind of stuff. We've got, uh, we need like 400 more subscribers. And I think we've, we're like just over half watch time. So we need like another 2,000 hours watch time. So get on and watch. And get our monetization back up. Even if you're not watching, get yeah. on and watch. Get on and watch. Uh, but we can't tell you to do that. Yes, we can. We can't tell you to get on there and watch if you're not watching. Oh, they can I be on there watching just, and not watching. I suppose. I do Nothing it all the time. Because yeah, I guess so. Have a on in the background watching it, watching something on the True. telly. I guess you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come back to that and then go back to that and... Yeah, there you go. You can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under over on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Links are all in the description down below. Um, if you want to write into the show, which a lot of you guys do out there, you can shoot an email to DaveLeePond at gmail.com. Sometimes a little bit slack on replying to those emails, but I always do. Just a bit. I always do. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Only good ones. Only the good don't ones. Don't like bad ones. We don't like the bad reviews. because get really upset when we get bad ones. We haven't had any. Not yet, no. no but sure I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> can imagine. I'd be very upset. We've had one four-star review, which took the rating down a little bit. Yeah, four-point-nine star-rated podcast. We never have. ever get a five-star ever I again. Know, now I know. Might get to a four-point-nine-nine, but it's never going to be five. And that's very sad. Oh well. oh well. Such is life, and such is pods. And we're about to start this week's pod, aren't we? Just about. Now. There we go. Good stuff. Ah, welcome to the show again. We're back at we're still we're back at we're still in still lockdown. Still in lockdown. Yeah, we got extended. We should have been should have been out, but we extended. Yeah, we got an extension on it until next Tuesday. We'll see. Cases are still going up. Although we're going okay in Melbourne. Well, we're going okay in Melbourne. Better than we have in the past with yeah. lockdowns. Um Sydney, however, New South Wales. It, it's actually surprised me a bit that it hasn't gone bunter here yet. Because yeah, I'm shocked because of the um, 
Or was it the um, at the Olympic Park? It was the oh, rugby, yeah. rugby, wasn't it? Yeah. Rugby World and Cup the MCG. Cup. Well, the rugby one was the worst one because they had the, um, at the I think it was Gate 7 or something, they mm. had like thousands of people all mm. crammed together and that's where the that's where the person was. Oh, so it really surprised me that it hasn't gone right off mm. there. But I think people are... People are aware, more aware now, and they probably a lot of them probably had masks and stuff on, and, and probably a lot of vaccinated as well, especially if they're older, older <laughs> yeah, ones. Well, good luck with the your age. Here. Well, yeah, well, I suppose hasn't they, been rolled out real well. So, yeah, but your ages all get well. You're all getting your first ones anyway. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. so much the second one. I have got another six weeks to wait for my second one. There you go. Six I got a I got a text from them on Wednesday. Mm. From the uh, DHHS, asking oh, yeah. me to fill out a survey. It's so not ask, called DHHS anymore. It's oh. just DH. Department of Health. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It, it tripped me up because their Twitter account used to be Vic DHHS. So I used to get on there and get all my stats, and then suddenly they changed the handle. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And they, I discovered they changed to Vic Gov DH. Oh, so it, was depa- it used to be Department of Health and Human and Services, it's a, wasn't it's it? Just now just, yeah, it's just Vic Department Gov. of Health. Fair enough. Yeah, so they changed the Twitter Didn't handle. That. Still confuses me. I still oh, go well. to find it. I'm like, I can't find this bloody account now. I need my information. Mm. Yeah, so they just asked me to fill out a survey <laughs> and just say whether it had been, whether it been crook or had any ill effects from the from the vaccination and Dave's yep. spilling water over there. Yeah, no. um, yeah so it's good, good. good that they're doing that and sort of getting yeah. a bit of a... Idea of what's going on. Yeah. Of course, I had the AstraZeneca yeah. vaccination. Like a week before they said, oh. Well, no, it was only a couple of days. It was only a couple of days before them. Mm. And, you know, like I had mine. And then a couple of days later, they've said, oh, you know, everybody, because it was everybody, what, uh, over 50 initially. Mm. And then they changed it to everybody over 60. Yeah. And then they said, everyone can have it. Everyone can have it. And then, <laughs> uh, like a week later, they're like, yeah, actually, no one should have it. So it's been a little bit. I don't know where we sit with it now. Yeah, no. but they're saying that if you had your first one, AstraZeneca, you didn't have any problems. We'll get mm. your second one. Yeah. I know I'll get my second one. Yeah, don't have an issue with it. Mm. Anyway, so we were talking last week. We we're in the lockdown, and we we're going to have a couple of events. We had a couple of events no, coming up. I was thinking, oh, they're yeah, going to get cancelled. Of course, the Dune event. We had a Dune event that was supposed to be yesterday. That wasn't a huge loss. Well, last Thursday. Anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> last <laughs> Thursday. It was supposed to be last Thursday. Yeah. Well, t- yesterday. Yeah. As we record on Friday. So, but, like, <laughs> but if you're listening, last Thursday, we were yeah, supposed to be at the Dune event for the trailer launch, which was going to be like 30 minutes of behind the scenes shit, or probably like like 15 minutes behind the scenes shit, 10 minute clip from the movie, and then the, the trailer. Mm. Uh, it was going to be the IMAX, going to be great. And then it got cancelled, but, you know, saved a trip into saved the city. Saved a trip into for a half hour event. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. And then you were able to pay park, uh, car parking there. Yeah, the exactly IMAX, right. which is which is criminal, the IMAX parking. I don't think it's that bad at night, though. It's only a few bucks. I don't know. It's not too bad. No, I think it's at least 10. Oh. I'm going to look it up because I want to spread misinformation. IMAX parking rates. Let's have a look. Parking at the IMAX car park. Not that anyone else there out there cares. Uh, when entering the car park before 4 p.m., IMAX visitors receive a special discounted rate of $10. Oh, yeah, the rate drops to five when in five, five dollars yeah. when entering after four yeah, pm. It was only cheap. There you go. I thought it was only for a few dollars. Rivet, riveting podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, of, course, of course, parking here in Melbourne or is, in, yeah. in Australia in general is just yeah. horrendous. Awful. I think Awful. you pay. I think I think it's something like like 
street parking in a, with a parking meter, something mm. like seven bucks an hour. Yes, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So the Dune event was cancelled. The trailer did, of course, drop online yesterday. Glad uh, we didn't have to go into the city. And see that. Yeah, no, which we'll talk about the trailer <laughs> later. Um, the Jungle Cruise event, oh, which is the one I was like, please yeah. don't cancel Jungle Cruise on me. I've been waiting for this movie like three or four years, just slowly as they just keep delaying it and delaying it and delaying it. Of course, they, they did have to postpone the event to this Thursday, which is the day the movie opens. So it'll mm. be open in theatres prior to us even seeing it. Yeah, exactly right. Um, so yeah, we'll see if we even get to it anyway. Exactly who knows? Right. We, we might be and of extended. course you've bought a shirt and everything for yeah, the well, event. Yeah, we said that last week. Yeah, I bought yeah. my jungle shirt. Yeah. So... I'm waiting to, to get the text to say, come and pick it up. I have to pick it up and hopefully I can wear it to the event on Thursday. But if we're going into another lockdown, which is probably likely, I'll just sit in here. Oh, the number's and, coming down again. Yeah, but. From um, yesterday. Yeah, so. but no, I don't know. Not feeling good about it. I'll just sit in but here. But the lucky thing is, we don't have a lot of people in the community. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. Which is good. So I'll wear my jungle shirt in here while I watch my jungle cruise. <laughs> Whether that be on a screen or on Disney Plus or whatever, I'll just. Cry to myself in my jungle shirt, and he will too. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see what we'll keep you updated on the Jungle Cruise uh, situation mm. <laughs> next week. Yeah, it's a shame. I was really looking forward to that. We'll see it. We'll see it somehow. I just really want to see it in the, sit on a big, 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 big screen, cinema screen. Mm. They're doing a fancy event and everything. It's always a shame. Yeah. But if you got to do it, you got to do it. That's right. I mean, um, Can't do much about it. So we'll we'll see we'll see it somehow over this next week. Um. Hey, I've got screwed over by YouTube at the moment. Oh, fucking YouTube. Can we talk? Can we talk? I guess we can talk about it. Of course you can talk about it. Screwing yeah. everybody over at the yeah, moment. Fucking everyone, everyone that's and not a US citizen. they never give you help either. They, no, they don't. YouTube is the worst for help. Unless you're over like 100,000 subscribers and have a, like, you somehow manage to get a partner manager. I know a lot of people over 100,000 don't even get the partner manager. But some people get very lucky, get their partner manager, and they actually liaise with them quite well. Mm. Uh, but if you don't have your partner manager, you're pretty fucking screwed pretty, yeah. for any kind of luck, uh, for any kind of help. Mm. So well, you, even, you even hear big, big subscribers like Casey Neistat. Yeah. I was like, that, oh yeah, but, well that's what I mean. You know, they they get screwed over as yeah. well, and they they don't get help from them. Yeah, exactly right. So you email them, and they just don't, they just don't help. They can't answer you, or they're like, oh sorry, we can't answer this question for you. Or some bullshit. Anyway, what's happening at the moment is they've introduced this new tax where the US government is taxing any foreign any foreign YouTube user or fucking YouTube channel. Creator. Creator. That's yep. what I'm looking for. <laughs> um, so they've decided to slap a fucking between 25 to 30% tax on all YouTube creators that are creating content outside of the US on their views. Yeah. That are coming from within the US. Yeah, exactly right. So how can they determine that? Well, I'm sure. Well, obviously sure, there'll be YouTube. Will. Well, because you go into my analytics and it tells you where my views have come from. They'll know okay. because it'll all be fucking geo located. Yeah, and it'll be determined what ads are being put on what videos. It will determine where you are. So they'll know where views are, viewers are coming from. But they're taxing any ad that's being viewed in the US. They tax the money that you make on that ad thirty percent. So I noticed yesterday when my money came through for last month. Because what happens is you'll make your money through the month. You'll create a dashboard. We'll give you a kind of a rough es- estimate of yep. what, what you're making the, for the month. But then on around like the 9th-ish, 10th of the month, of the following month, 
you're going to your AdSense will update. It'll tell you how much, exactly how much you're making, and then on the twenty first you get paid out. Mm. So I got my payment yesterday and I looked at it. And I thought that's quite low. And I, I was thinking, shit, did I only make that much last month? I thought I'm, I was thinking, shit, I thought I made quite a bit more than that. Um, so I went onto the AdSense account and discovered that they, had, yeah, they had taxed me thirty percent, which was the fucking decent chunk of my pay. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and then of course I pay taxes in my own country, and I have a problem with paying taxes. You've paid the taxes, mm. so I fill in my tax return every year, and everything I earn on 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 YouTube, I tax. I I, I pay tax on. Same with Patreon or any money that is incoming, I pay my taxes on. So now what YouTube are doing is they're taking this 30% off your entire lot of money and then they take 30% and then whatever percentage is still left is what I get paid, obviously, yep. but then I still have to claim that and on get tax taxed within Australia. On it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So That's I have right. to then get taxed on that in Australia yep. another 25 30%. Yeah, exactly. So essentially getting taxed Double. 50 55% of my earnings. Yeah, that's right. It just make, doesn't make it economical. It doesn't make it worth no. well. So they flagged creators about this back in April. Yeah. Late March probably. Yeah. Oh, we're going to introduce this new thing. Make sure you fill out these forms. If you're from a country with a tax treaty with the US, aka Australia and the UK and whoever else. Yeah. Brazil everywhere. Many countries. Don't know about Brazil. I assume so. Yeah, well, they do. I was reading a list oh, well, there you uh, go. yesterday. There's a heap so of all countries. these countries, anyway. So any country that has a tax treaty should be exempt of having to pay this. Well, some, well, some have an exemption, and some have to pay a smaller amount of tax. Yeah. So anyway, some countries with the exemption don't have to pay the tax, and we, as far as I'm aware, should come under that bracket. We are. Well, we do. I filled out all the forms that they asked me to fill out, and it's all sitting on there, um, on the account, saying it's been confirmed and it's completed, and zero percent tax. All this bullshit. They still tax me thirty percent. Mm. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of people complaining on Twitter about it as well. I reached out to them. I was like, what's going on? Oh, we're really sorry to hear about this this disappointing blah, blah, blah. We've got a chat on there now, which makes it a little bit easier. He's like, let me look into this for you. He goes, oh, yes, I've found your, the forms that you filled out. Please give me five minutes. It took like ten minutes to read over the form, whatever the fuck he was doing. Comes back and goes, oh, uh, I can confirm that we received the, these forms on the 8th of April. That's it. That's it. I was like, 10 oh. minutes for that. I was like, can you give me some more information, please? I was like, have they been e- e- filled out incorrectly? So because if they've been filled out incorrectly, please inform me. I'll fill, fill them out correctly. Please give me another five minutes. Five minutes, he comes back. He goes, under these new laws that have been introduced, if you are a creator outside the US, you'll have to pay this 30% tax, blah, blah, blah. Here's the information about it. Send me through all these links. I'm like, you just give me the information I already know. He gave me this information before. So what are you doing? Is he even reading the form or what the hell is he doing? I said, can I please get some information? Have I filled this in incorrectly? And I also want to know how to get this money back that I don't believe yeah. I have been rightly taxed. Text. That's right. Oh, please give me another five minutes. Goes off for five minutes. Then he comes back. He goes, I'm going to hand this over to the international team. Yep. And the international team will get back to you within the day. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, can you also find out how I can get my money back? I want to know that, and I want to know how, you know, whether I need to refill the forms. He goes, yes, I'll get back to you within the day. So he got back to me last night. So the same guy got back to me, not the international team, oh, the same God. guy. Hello, I'm the one who's looking after your thing. 
under this uh, US under US law, you have to pay thirty percent tax on any earnings uh, any, on any earnings paid by viewers on in the US. Same shit he has already given me. Here's these. Here's the information. If you want to know, if you need to fill in the forms, you can find them here. I wrote back. I said, "You have told me this like three times. I want information. Have I incorrectly filled out the forms? What's the issue here? I need to know." I mm. haven't heard back from him. And we're from a country that has a treaty. Well, like, mm. we're not supposed to be. We don't legally don't need to be paying tax in America because we're paying oh. taxes on that money what in I, our own country. What I want to know is what benefits do I now get from the American system? Well, exactly right. If I'm paying taxes in the, to the American system, where's my green card? Where's my um, my benefits? Well, my healthcare my benefits, pension? your pension, all that sort of stuff. Not that we really want the American healthcare benefits, but <laughs> <laughs> not, not much of a healthcare system over no, there. Exactly right. But... Yeah, where's my fucking... Am I going to get a pension if I'm paying my taxes in America now? I don't mind paying taxes, but I'm you not paying should be double pay, tax. I only should be paying tax in the country. You should be paying This is it. like... You, don't, you shouldn't be paying it in America because you, because of that tax treaty. We imagine have. me watching something on Netflix, right? And they go, oh, you've watched... Uh, Amer- they, and, they, and then Netflix goes to the studio in America yeah. and goes... Oh, hey, Warner Brothers, this guy in Australia just watched your movie on Netflix. We need to take 30% from uh, whatever, you've, whatever you've earned from them watching the movie. Yeah. Or, you know, you buy a DVD and, oh, we have to take, oh, someone in Australia watched your movie on DVD. We need to take 30% of your profits from that. Or they add 30% to the price of it because that's yeah. what they're going to take and yeah. you pay 30% more. So fucking stupid, man. Just crazy. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. There's a lot of people who are confused and who are oh, like. Oh, there's people right across the world. Who are like. We have this tax treaty. I've filled out the forms. What the hell is going on? And YouTube, of course, just will not. No. It's like did. pulling teeth. Any they, time I've ever had an issue with them, they will just they are so unhelpful. No, exactly right. They are just somebody out there needs to start a new platform. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon let's get all the Australian creators together yeah. and start our own fucking platform. See, that's the thing. I'm I'm not even a, a I'm not even a big creator. No, I'm that's a right. Small creator, and yeah. what I'm, what I, what they've taken from me is a decent chunk of my pay. But then I'm imagining any large creators. Like there are heaps of big creators in Australia, yeah. whether that's hundreds of thousands or over millions, millions of, subscribers, of subscribers. They will be losing a fucking shitload of money. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. uh, I feel for them. Yep. Exactly. And then they'll be getting shitloads of. Okay, mm. It'll be the same thing where it'll be 50% of pay in the end once you've You're going to have to read tax. more into the, the American tax system because oh, I don't know, I know a lot about it. Ours is really quite simple. But, I mean, like with our tax system here, we have a um, tax-free threshold, mm. which is 18000 something. Yeah. So anything you earn below, uh, anything you earn up to that yeah, yeah. is not taxable. Yeah, not ta- yeah, exactly. So if you work for somebody and you only get paid $15,000, but they've been, been, been taking tax out, yeah. out of that money all year, mm. well, at the end of the financial year, which is the end of June... Um, you can claim that money back and you'll get it all back. Well, I know it must be the same in the UK because I just got – because I got a payment in the UK because I did a little bit of work while I was over there like two years ago and then the company that I was working for went bust and they were went into administration and they were bought out and during the buyout they were like, oh, you were owed this much money Yeah. and I got the payout and then the British government taxed me on that and that was like maybe a year ago and only like a month or so ago – um, I got another notification from them was like, oh, because you were taxed on this money, we taxed you and we shouldn't have taxed you, so here's the here's the tax back. Oh god. And same with well, when I when I'm on 
Amazon, because I used to do a lot of Amazon affiliate marketing, I filled out this exact same form. Yeah. To avoid That's right. my yeah. earnings on Amazon affiliate links being taxed. Yeah. Never once been taxed on Amazon. And when you first set up the Amazon affiliate account, they make you fill in these forms. Yeah, yeah. So I've done that. I've never had issues. So what's the issue now with YouTube and they've taken... So I don't know. Look, as far as I'm aware, I think, we are with the tax treaty, it should be... We should be exempt from paying this tax. Um, and um, I don't know whether there's some system in place where you, if you've been taxed internationally, you then get a lower tax rate in Australia. I don't... We'll have to read into it properly. Mm. So it doesn't sound like I'm spouting so, shit. So I think I think YouTube I think YouTube are just too fucking lazy to actually put a proper system in place. Mm-hmm. They just have yeah. a they just have a blank and throw a blanket over everybody, yeah. and say, well, you're going to get part, charged, you know, mm-hmm. twenty five to thirty percent tax. Um, and if they say, you know, they might just say thirty percent right across the board. And if you want the money back, you can come and chase us. Make you do the work. Yeah, that's what it is. It's mad. Guarantee it's it. The worst. They never want to. Guarantee it. It was like this thing with the copper laws come in, the child online protection yeah. act or whatever it was, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, any video that is kid friendly shouldn't be getting monetized or whatever yeah, right. it was." And then there was this whole thing because it was so ambiguous about what considered child friendly. Yeah. A lot of my videos are about cartoon characters, and one yeah. of their stipulations was cartoon characters. And it's like, well. My videos aren't aimed at children. Mine are aimed at like an older audience who's interested in the history of these characters. Mm. So then, where's the fine line? And they were like, "We can't, we can't give you exactly any information." Right. They're yeah. like, "We can't." Yeah, and that was YouTubing. They, yeah. they just there's a completely non-committal about anything. Yeah, but I under, I kind of understood that one because that was um, enforced upon them by whatever agency over in the US that was in control of that, and YouTube got a massive fine because they were. Taking information from children using their platform, but they in, the, in advertising marketing, um, but then so they were like, "Oh, this is out of our jurisdiction. We can't give you any information." But they have the kids YouTube too, don't they? Yeah, they have. Have, ch- have they always had that? I don't know if it always, but they've had it for a number of years. They had it certainly before this copper thing happened. So it's like anybody that's under under the. What, yeah, well, what? to sign up for a YouTube account, I think you have to be 16 or maybe 18. Yeah, you have to be. But all these kids are using their parents' accounts and. I don't know. Anyway, well, that's, that's another well, that's issue. Not, that's not our fault. That's YouTube's fault, or it's the parents' fault for letting the kids. Exactly, exactly right. Anyway, yeah. that's a different. That's another that's a different, issue that yeah, we've exactly. been over and has been sorted and is fine um, because that never affected me. Yeah, but, but this tax, this tax one. So the problem is, like, if I'm getting fifty percent of my tax, if I'm getting fifty percent of my earnings taken away, for it's not, it's not worth, worth me it. Doing you it can't anymore. can't live on it. Yeah, you can barely live on what you get out of it now. Yeah, I know. You know, like. I'm be, I'm just like kind of, I'm above a minimum wage earning, which is well, nice. Not really? Well, I yeah. am. When you take the twelve months into account, I looked at my yeah. last month's pay. I was over Only minimum just. wage. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. um, which is okay to begin with, but then once you get that fifty percent tax taken away, it's not fucking worth exactly it. right. Like I would, to, I would have, have to, I would have to be making double what I'm making now to then again be making what I'm making now. Yeah, that's and right. how long is it going to take yeah. to? And 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 like the 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 pay rates have gone down as well since bloody since the pandemic last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Like these 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 few months here mm. are the highest paying months, mm. and last year they were good mm. paying months, but now they're just normal. They're not. Mm. Yeah, I saw a little spike, but no. not much compared to other months. Yeah, but all my months are usually a little bit better than the last anyway. So I don't know whether to attribute that to anything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So anyway. This could be the this could be it the could end. Could be the end of Dave Lee down under. Yeah, well, quite literally. I will. Exactly I could right. not. I could not continue no, doing no, it, exactly especially right. not like um, 
you know, 12 hour days, five, six, seven days seven a week. Seven days a week, yeah, exactly. Sometimes. Right. Um, it's just not sustainable as a no, career, anyway. No, no, no exactly. As right. a hobby on the side, maybe I'd do a little bit here and there, but it would never be any. It a could video not be a month. something. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Work on a cartoon evolution in the background. Yeah, exactly right. You have to go and get a real job. Yeah. And then no, I'm not the going to be bothered when I come home to make a cartoon evolution. No, exactly, evolution. exactly right. No. So. I don't know. Well, we're going to have to see what happens. So we hope it's not the end of Dave Lee Down Under, but it could very well be. Well, unfortunately, people. yeah. Yeah. As there's no way it could, that is a you can't, sustainable living. It's not living. sustainable. No, it's no. not. It's not. But we'll engage it. We'll engage a tax yeah, lawyer. Yeah, we're going to figure out what's going on. And uh, once we get some more information, we'll get in touch with a guy. We know yeah. a, we've been given the name of a very good, apparently a very mm. good tax lawyer in Australia yeah. who knows international taxes and deals yeah. with it every day. So, so I just kind of, I go on try and get a little info. That's why I was contacted YouTube. I thought before we engage anyone, yeah. just get a little bit of information, but it's like pulling teeth to get anything. Oh, yeah. So we're just going to try and just put the feelers out there and be like, okay, what? where do we stand yeah. on this? Like, yeah. are we? have we been misinformed? Uh, do I have to pay there? So how do I get around paying less tax? And I don't know. It's just going to be no. Well, let's see. I was reading stuff last night, and we do have that tax treaty. That's with what Australia. I thought. Yeah, it's it's there. Mm. Well, that's what I said. I've never had to pay tax on mm. Amazon affiliate marketing. And so that, and the, and that tax that sorry that tax law was brought in for um, expat Americans mm. initially, mm. but it's but it's applied to anybody earning an income. Yeah. From America, yeah. outside of America. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how it turns out. But um, I don't know. I think it could be just a cock up on their end where they've accidentally applied the tax to everyone and they'll rectify it. I don't know. Exactly. You have to get right. to the bottom of it. They're being yeah. non, non-verbal about it. They're being completely non This is what you need it. to do. Here are the forms. I know you just told me I've already filled the forms in. And you've just told me when I filled them in yeah. and when they were submitted. and Bullshit. Well, this anyway. is just ridiculous. So we'll see. This could bring down the the empire, the Dave Lee calendar. <laughs> well, it could, but it could, it could no, completely I, I fuck them. up YouTube. I, well, exactly right. There'll be. It's not just me. This is every every creator, creator outside of the US has been dogged exactly, by this. Exactly right. So I don't know. At the end of the day, maybe the form was incorrectly filled on my behalf. Maybe there was one thing that I did incorrect, but I need that answer. I need the answer. What was incorrectly filled on the form, so I can do it again, yeah, and not make that mistake, and then we move on from it. Yeah, well, I've looked at the form, and there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it. Yeah. Anyway, but we're half an hour into the show now. I so said we'll we'll, uh, we'll engage a tax lawyer and we'll figure sort it out. it out. Yeah. Well, that's what I said to them. Hopefully, yesterday. that's what I said to YouTube. I was like, well, I'm going to have to engage in, yeah. and you know, an outside party. I haven't heard back from him, so. Mm. It's almost like he's gone, oh, yeah, let me look into this. And then he's like, oh, shit, I can't comment on this. Yeah, it's exactly, oh, exactly what it oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. Take 10 minutes to look over this one-page form yeah, yeah. with, like, three sections and then just give me the same drivel that he's given me three, four times yeah. and then sends it back to me through email. Oh, we'll get the international team onto it. And then he emails me the back same the guy. same shit. Oh, hi, my name's redacted. Yeah. Um, and it's the same guy I was talking to. Yeah. Anyway, I've got screenshots. Oh, when and you, you sent him a message back, didn't you? After yeah, I did last night. Oh, so I said, oh, you're the guy I was speaking to earlier. Yeah, I did. I said, chat. I spoke to you earlier and you were giving me the exact same information you gave me before three yeah. times. And he hasn't replied. Yeah. So we'll see if I get replied tonight or whatever. Anyway. We, might get a, we might get into a chat late tonight when, mm. when they're open. At, yeah. At their, yeah. You yeah. might get somebody different. Yeah. You might get please, please more give me some more answers. Hey, 
It's going to be a light and happy show today. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. People are going to know about that shit. I know. I mean, I, like, this could probably go under the, the noses of a lot of people. Yeah. I reached out to some people that I know here in Australia who are also doing YouTube. And I'm like, hey, did you realise this? And I'm like, oh, shit. i got to yeah, look into right. it. Um, so I was, um, anyway. There we go. All We're right. going to figure it out. So uh, this week, what have we been watching, huh? I didn't really watch much this week because um, I did my Space Jam trailer breakdown. Oh, no, not trailer, the fucking movie breakdown, movie Easter breakdown. eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it took me like three or four days, more than I'd hoped for it to. I was hoping it was going to take me like a day or a day, and, uh, <laughs> like two days. And yeah, I, was just, I was just slow on it. Um, so Monday, I didn't watch anything. Tuesday, I watched some old movie that people aren't really going to care about. Wednesday, I think I did some cartoon news thing in the morning. Yesterday, I watched The Stepford Wives. Have you ever watched this? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah, I have. With uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, no, I haven't seen uh, Have I seen that one? I've seen the original. Oh, from the 70s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not that one. That was pretty awful. Yeah. Pretty it's like a cult thing. Yeah, it is. I uh, watched the new. Well, it's not new. I can't remember if I have seen it or not. It's got Nicole Kidman. Ferris yeah. Bueller, a.k.a. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> um, I've got a feeling I have. Christopher Walken. I reckon you probably have at one point. Who else was in it? There's a lot of people in it. Oh, Bette Midler was in it. Yeah. Uh, right. Glenn Close was in it. Directed by Yoda, a.k.a. Frank Oz. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was um, I thought it was enjoyable. It's one that's been, that gets trashed a lot. Uh, and I understand why. It's pretty... Um, Pretty over the top and pretty, um, I don't know. It's a very wacky movie, you can imagine, from the guy who played Yoda and a bunch of Muppets, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, it's an interesting kind of social commentary because the um, these two people, Nicole Kidman's character, she's like a high-profile executive and then has this massive... She gets sacked and has a massive meltdown and Matthew Broderick's like, okay, we're going to move to this town called Stepford, which is like the idyllic paradise. Mm. And things are not quite what they seem. It's like this weird kind of science fiction-y thing. If you don't want to know the twist of the movie, block your ears. I can give you some time. And you just come back in like five seconds. Turns out all the women in the town are robots. And all all the men have like turned them into robots because um, they want like the perfect wives. Yeah, that's right. You can't block your ears now. Um, (laughs) So they're, then, not be, they're not going to hear you tell them to unblock their ears. No. Oh, well. Come back. Well, that's not going to help people who are listening. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I thought it was okay. I thought the social commentary was kind of interesting. I don't think it's a bit ahead of its time. It's definitely something you would see coming out now. But when did it, was this release? Maybe like 2004, 2004. I was going to say. Yeah. It's probably, I feel like you didn't get a lot of stuff like this back then. I feel like that's partly why it gets trashed a bit, and it would certainly get trashed if this movie came out now. Oh, boy. Uh, but I liked it. I thought it was okay. It was a bit, it was very over the top, over the top and very wacky and weird, And uh, but I thought it was a bit, it was fun because mm. I kind of knew what I was going into. Now, was it shite or all right? Uh, very fine line, I would say. I'd say it was just. All right, all right, all right. Just on the edge. It's oh, you mean the actual IMDb <laughs> rating? Oh yeah, definitely yeah. a shite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got shite all over the place. But I thought it was okay, so I watched that one. I like Nicole Kidman. I like Ferris Bueller. Okay, Matthew Broderick. Everyone in there was a good. Is good. So it's a lot of stuff with Nicole. I'm not really warm to for some reason. Yeah, well, she does a lot of weird drama stuff. It's yeah. not always great, but when she does something that's a little bit different, mm. I like it. Mm. So that was okay. 
Um, that was really all. Oh, this morning I watched um, Sergeant Bilko. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Steve Martin, film. probably the most Steve Martin, Steve Martin movie out there. He's just like on full Steve Martin form, yeah, really. Yeah, probably. As far as like the comedy and just the over yeah. the top weird, stupid shit. I always remember it being. I because I'm a huge Steve Martin fan. You'll know if you listen or watch my stuff a lot. Love Steve Martin. Always have. Um, but for some reason, I think I've only ever watched this one maybe once before. Maybe once, twice, maybe send like little bits and pieces here and there. Um, and I've always remembered it not being great. But I, wa- I re-watched it today and actually really quite liked it. I thought it was a lot better than I thought. Some yeah. of them, like really quite really funny jokes in there. Maybe I'm just like at this age now where I just think stupid shit's funny now. Yeah. Uh, just that old humour. Yep, exactly right. Um but they're like you probably you probably spent too long in England and you picked up the British. Yeah, maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> got a very British sort of humour about I've it. Because I've always been Steve Martin fan, always. But if he's too Steve Martin, I can't do it. Like a lot of his comedy specials and stuff is just too much sometimes for me. Yeah, like yeah, the wild oh, yeah, and yeah. crazy guy, whatever it was. Like some of that older yeah. like stage stuff that he did, I, I it's hard for me to watch because yeah. he's just too much. Yeah, um, and I feel like Sergeant Bilko was a bit like that, but I enjoyed it this time round. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I would be, I've got the whole Steve Martin box set, which is like the, T, I think it's called the Steve Martin, the TV stuff or something. It's all these TV specials and oh, right. appearances on talk shows and Saturday Night Live, best bits. See, I never really liked his Saturday Night Live stuff, which is interesting, but I adore his movies if he just dials it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so one of my favourite films of his was, I think we spoke about it a week or two ago, yeah. was, um, what was it called, the... Um, oh God! One with the with um, uh, 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 don't know. She she worked in a shop. Roxanne? No, 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 no. Well, no oh, no. shop girl. Shop yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah. See, but that wasn't really. It was like a dramedy. Yeah. So that was very, yeah. very different to what he usually does. And I really like that. Film. See, I love like even like Father of the Bride is very much like that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, stuff like Roxanne or the Jerk, um, is good. The Man with Two Brains. Yep. Uh, Bowfinger is like my favourite, one of my favourites. Um, I love all these movies, but yeah, sometimes it's a bit much. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but this one, I just, I really liked it, revisiting it. And sometimes on a Friday, because usually I'm working on my podcast, on the run sheet for the show on a Friday morning, I just put something on in the background that I don't like need to be 100% watching. I can just kind of go between Something I don't need to focus on. Yeah. And this morning I sort of started that and then just got distracted mm. and would just end up watching the whole thing. I really liked it. Yeah, really I, liked I, it. I enjoy that film. Yeah. 5.9, it's got an IMDb. So that would officially be a oh, really? just on the edge. Yeah, well, you had it up there. And I just had a little glimpse over it. 5.9. You might have to hit the back page to go yeah, back. Maybe. There you go. 5.9. So just a – or 5.8. Just. There you go. So those were my two in my two decent catalogue watches this week. We watched a few newish movies as well. I don't feel like we watched really anything that was that great last weekend. No. Honest Thief, Liam Neeson. Yeah, it was, was good. It was okay. We wanted a Liam Neeson. Neeson. We wanted we wanted a, a Liam Neeson action film and we got it. Yeah. You, you really know. You know it's exactly just, what it's exactly for. right. They're all fucking same. They're all the same. <laughs> all exactly the same. Yeah. There's always the same reason on the phone, like telling someone off. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming get to you. get you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to yeah. get you. 
I was just a regular guy and then he turns out to be some fucking crazy, like, ex-assassin or spy yeah, or some shit. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit it ordinary, was, I, but it was, okay. it was okay. It was watchable. I enjoyed it. We watched The Secret Garden, which is the remake. Well, not really remake, a new adaptation on the old novel, which I remember really liking as a kid. I remember really liking the movie too. I don't really remember much about it. I don't know what I felt about the new one, though. Really. Yeah, it was a bit... It's a bit boring, a bit flat. was a bit... Was a little bit of course, funny. we went into it. We we're like, "Well, this one's got uh, Colin Firth <laughs> Colin in it, Mister Wet Blanket." This could Always be. The same. We're like, "This could be," but then I was like, "From memory, though, that he, the character that he plays isn't in the original novel a lot. I, I don't remember the character being, right, it. and he wasn't in the movie much. Oh, I don't know the book, so yeah, but he wasn't in the movie much, was he? So I was like, "Yeah, from memory, the character's not, not in the book that much." Um, so he was on screen, like. We always say, so we, I, I, I like him. I really like him. I think he's great. He's a great actor, but all the stuff that, a lot of the stuff he does, it, it ends up just being like really boring. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a got Colin, Colin Firth in there. Is it going to be any good? And it was pretty much what you expected from exactly Colin. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we knew it. We, it yeah. Because you're going, oh, you know who's in this? I got uh, Colin Firth. I thought, oh, oh, this could be bad. Um, it wasn't necessarily bad. It was just a bit. It was just a it's slow, dull a bit and dull. slow, and especially a kids' movie too. I mean, I don't see a kid retaining. Imagine a kid no, going exactly. to the cinemas. There's no way. No way. There's could, no way a kid would sit there through that. No. No way. Anyway, it was okay. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched Rams, the Australian version, not the Iceland, the original Icelandic version. Mm-hmm. This has got uh, Michael Caton. Not Michael Keaton, Michael, Michael Caton, Keaton. Australian actor, yep. and Sam Neill, yep. Kiwi actor that we like to claim as our own Australian. He's, Austra- he's Australian. Yeah. Australia's weak and sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Kiwi, we took your man again, bro. <laughs> he still lives over there, though, doesn't he, still? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's, actually, he's actually a sheep farmer. Yeah, he's, he got, a sheep a, yeah, he's got a farm. He yeah. does his, his, he has, he's like got a winery and everything. Yeah. Two paddocks. Yeah. yeah. He follows me on That's Twitter. two paddocks, is it? Yeah, it's him. Oh. Didn't you know that? No, I didn't know. I bet you've heard of two. Oh, no, I know two paddocks. Oh, there you go. The wine. Yeah, that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Sam Neil. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There you go. His Twitter handle is like two paddocks. Oh, yeah. We've we've had his wine. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, didn't, well. okay. Didn't, <laughs> didn't nice know that. Surprise. Very drinkable. Yeah. Um. He Very follows me on drinkable. Twitter. I don't think it's him. It's probably whoever's running the PR. And your I mother look, thinks it's really drinkable. Oh, of course she does. <laughs> It's funny, sometimes you get like these celebrities who have Twitter accounts and when they first start up their Twitter account, they just follow everyone who follows them yeah. to make, to, you know, to kind of build up their yep. thing. So you'll occasionally go onto someone's Twitter account and it'll be like, this person is followed by Barack Obama. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did, obviously his PR was like, yeah, just follow everyone who follows him at one point. And then even John Cena, when John Cena did it, he's just followed a whole bunch of people. And Sam Neill, I looked recently, I was like, Sam Neill follows you. I was like, what? Must have been the same sort of deal. Oh, Some PR's yeah. gone, yeah, just follow everyone. Just follow everyone. <laughs> build, up, build up your followers. Yeah. Uh, we also watched one called Rock the Casbah with Bill Murray, mm-hmm. um, Kate Hudson, Bruce Willis, um, Danny, um, what's his name? Danny Kenny Powers. <laughs> Played Kenny uh, Powers. Um, what's his name? Jeez, what's his name? Danny McBride. Danny, Danny McBride, of course. That's right. Zoe Deschanel. Scott Kahn. Yeah, Scott Kahn. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Heaps of people are there, but they just kind of drift in and out of the movie, don't they? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Bill Murray's like the main guy. 
he like it's really hard to explain because it just like the narrative switches three or four times, doesn't it? Yeah, it does a bit. He's like this aging rock manager who's never been really good, like and he like elaborates his past and all this shit. They end up going over to Afghanistan for some reason, yep. like on a music tour. Yeah. And then so that's like your first switch, and then he's in Afghanistan for a bit, and then he winds up with some group of people. That's the next switch. And then he spends a bit of time with them. And then the next switch is he discovers this young girl who's got an incredible, this young Muslim girl, Af- Afghan, Af- Afghan, Afghan girl, girl um, who has an incredible voice and pushes her to join like the Afghani version of... The um, voice or... Uh, yeah, the voice or, uh, of, of, of uh, American Idol. Idol, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but apparently a true story. Didn't realise until the end. It was like yeah. this was based on a true story. Yep. Um, so then the last like act of the movie is him like trying to get this... Um, this young girl sort of thing, and of course, there's a big outrage because the woman shouldn't be on the on the stage singing in front of mm. everyone and whatever else. Um, I thought it was quite good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like, like that's probably the, the trading is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like we always say, we've had we've watched yeah. films that have got shite ratings. But what is that? Probably like a five eight or something. Five, is five. it five five? Yes, yeah, yeah. so even like because because I looked on. You know, you do the double thing where you then look at Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. <clears throat> so it's got a 5.5 five there on IMDb. But if you go to Rotten Tomatoes and you go, Rock, the Casbah, um, Rotten Tomatoes is very slow. Bear with me. Oh, no. So even that's 7% critics yeah. <laughs> and 28% audience. Oh, really? I'm sure I saw good ratings for it somewhere. Maybe Letterboxd. Maybe Letterbox. I'm sure I saw a bunch of reviews that were like, it's really not that bad. There was something that made me buy it anyway. Because if I'd seen that, I would have been like, yeah, not worth Probably it. Probably because Bill Murray in it. Probably, yeah. It was cheap. I think it was part of that deal. Anyway, I can't find it. Here it is. Rock that has bar, Letterboxd. It's got like a three on Letterboxd. There's some good reviews on there. And I usually tend to ju- trust these because it's just regular people getting mm. putting in their, mm. their say. A lot of like, yeah, like a lot of four stars, four and a half, three and a halfs. Yeah. And I thought, that hey, looks okay. Yeah. I liked it, always liked Bill Murray. I liked it. It's Actually, good. I didn't mind it. I definitely recommend checking it out. It's a bit rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the best. It's not the greatest it's, film you've ever it's nice. watched, but, but it's, it's nice. just a nice little film. I liked it, yeah. I enjoyed it. Oh, there you go. I did enjoy there it. There you go. TV wise this week, we finished Defending Jacob. We've yeah, been talking about that for a few weeks. No, we got it done in like three nights. Yeah, something like that. That's the Apple TV program yep. with uh, Steve Rogers. Yep, Captain America. Captain America. Not as Captain America. No, as, um, as Chris as you, Evans. As you said last week, you haven't missed a, a Marvel series. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, Chris Evans, who's terrific. I love when they see him doing something that's a bit outside of Marvel because he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he always, I think a lot of these people who get hampered down to these superhero genres always try to do something a little bit different when they do like another movie. Yep. And particularly Chris Evans really loves doing indie stuff. Right. And he's just like, that's what, and he's said in the past, he's like, once I leave the role, he's like, I just want to focus on just doing indie films yeah, and directing indie films. And it's just, he doesn't need to get paid for them. Exactly. It's just, you know. And it's just easy. You can imagine it's just be easier than being yeah. stuck in a studio role for however yeah, exactly long. exactly right. I wouldn't say stuck because I'm sure he enjoyed it. But, yeah, uh, exactly. Especially contractually. You know, oh, you've got to do seven, eight, nine movies. Yeah, but we're going to pay you $50 million <laughs> for every movie. Um, I wouldn't mind being stuck in that contract. So anyway, yeah, it's a good show. 
I don't want to spoil the ending because I because I, I feel like a lot of the Apple stuff has gone under the radar. And the young the young guy in that, what's his name? Oh yeah, I can't know. remember his name. I can never remember his name, but he's so good. He is excellent. He's so good. He's been we've seen a few couple of things he's been in. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. Well, he was in that other Bill Murray movie that you like, Saint oh, something yeah, or other. Saint, um, Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent. That's right. Yeah. 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 No, he's a um, good little good. Very little actor. good. Very good little actor. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Jaden Martell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also in um, Knives Out with Chris Evans. As well. Yeah. Michelle Docker is in it too, yeah. who's the mother. She's great. But it keeps you guessing the whole time, Yeah, and even after it, you're still guessing like, yeah, mm, did he or didn't did he? Did the kid kill the kid or what? I was even like questioning Chris Evans at one point, like maybe it was him. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't think like, that told, at one point at all. the last couple of episodes, I'm like, maybe it's maybe it's the dad. Maybe that's why, because we said last week, you've got the dad who was so adamant that the son did not kill the child, but then the mother has kind of a question. The mother's like, well, maybe I think our son did kill this kid. Um, but then I was thinking, well, there's got to be a reason why he's so adamant that this kid didn't. Mm. Anyway, I don't want to. So wanna... I, just, I just put that down to the fact that he was a public prosecutor. Oh, and yeah, me too. It. Yeah. Because that sort of yeah, person yeah, yeah. has a bit of a yeah, but it just it ability. just it had me guessing, yeah, questioning. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't think that at all at any at any yeah. point. But when now you mention it, it's like yeah, maybe he did because the kid was a bully and yeah, who knows? Yeah, well, no, I didn't, didn't think that at one point at, at all. So anyway, yeah, great little show. Check it out if you can. I think it was like how many episodes? Eight. Uh, yeah, eight episodes, and very easy watch. Well, not easy watch. It's pretty uh, heavy. <laughs> but seven, it's seven point nine on IMDb too. But we really sm- we smashed through it. Uh, we've also smashed through physical, oh, which God. is one of the newer Apple TV ones. Um, well, I thought because a lot of the Apple TV stuffs eight episodes, and the eighth episode of this goes up tonight. Tonight, well, last Friday last it went Friday. up last Friday. <laughs> yep. Um, so I was like, all right, we'll start it this week, and we'll get it done by the end of the week, and we'll have the whole she- series done. Turns out there's actually 10 episodes, so we're going to have to watch it week by week now. Uh, but we smashed through seven episodes in two nights, three nights. Three nights. Yeah. Two. It's the one with yeah. Rose Byrne. Yep. Of course, great Australian actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of other people in there as well. It's really good. Yeah, it's great. It's sort of weird. Watch this whole, whole, whole <laughs> series through her head, basically. Yeah, yeah. Her thoughts and... Yeah. Really good, fun, really good um, series. Yeah, really like it. Really like it. There's been a bit of controversy over uh, over it. Of course, she's like a um, aerobics instructor, and uh, they kind of really heavily angled it on that kind of side of it, and yeah. they didn't advertise the fact that the character suffers uh, and, and the eating disorder. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people were kind of up in arms, like, "Well, you need to disclose these things." Well, there was a warning at the. That's fucking Google talking to us. Really? Yeah, the one out there. What did she say? Don't know. Oh, <laughs> Google, shut up. Um, <laughs> yeah, at the start of the first episode, I think there yeah, was, yeah, there was that a warning, was the, wasn't yeah, there? There's that was, a warning, and yeah. Sony, I thought they would have had that over the top I of I think maybe the first two. I think probably, probably just episode by episode because I think it was really in the first two shows where they actually show it. So the first two yeah. shows I think had the warning, but other than that... But, yeah, they didn't advertise it. So a lot of people have gone into the show not knowing. Yeah. And then, of course, a, a lot of people who um, would suffer, like, eating disorder or something, a lot of, like, things like this are um, what they would say triggering. 
Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the non sort and of. And it's actually yeah. really quite heavily weighted towards yeah. that too, isn't it? Yeah, the, whole, yeah. the whole series. Yeah. So, yeah, if you. Yeah. I, so there's been a lot of people are like, yeah, avoid the show if you're. You if know, you have some if sort you have anything, you know, issue. suffering anything like that. Um, I, don't know, I, can, yeah. I can understand that. I can, yeah. I can understand that that it could actually trigger somebody well, who, yeah. who, yeah, who yeah. doesn't have a who well, doesn't have a disorder. Well, yeah, yeah, but has other issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why something that obviously could, why they put the warning there. Yeah, and I'm the same. Any of my YouTube videos where there might, there might be something a little bit like that in there, I always yeah. put that warning. A lot of my cartoon evolutions, particularly ones if I'm like focusing on like war. Like if I even if I just like briefly yeah. mention the yeah. war or anything that's like sexuality or yeah. anything like that, I always racial make sure to, like racial, that, racial, yeah. racial yeah. things always put a warning at, at the top. There's yeah. always people in the comments like, "Well, you got to put a trinket warning there." Well, yeah. Back off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I always do that right thing and be like, "Yeah, just this is have some mm. overtones there." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really, really like it. Yeah. And if things like that don't um, don't affect you or anything, it's definitely a really good watch. Yeah, definitely great. You can see if you don't have those sort of issues, you can actually see the humor in it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a dark, it's dark a really comedy. dark humor. Yeah, but I think maybe that's part of the issue. Then is because it's advertised as such a light, fluffy comedy. Yeah, then and you have then these it's kind serious. Of, yeah, it kind of maybe takes issues. yeah takes the serious like dark comedy route. That's when it's then particularly yeah. triggering or maybe like um, offensive even. Yep. Is the word. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's a good show. Just watch it with trepidation depending where you are on that yeah, kind exactly of right. angle. And just the, the the characters around her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really quite interesting Wild. characters, I yeah. reckon. Like her husband. Yeah. Um, and her um, friend, the rich the fr- rich friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and her weirdo husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Check it out if you haven't yet. As I say, all this Apple stuff seems to just fly under. And Rose Byrne is so good. I love Rose Byrne. She's my favourite Australian film ever. Two Hands. Really? Oh, yeah, That was yeah, like her yeah, first yeah. film. Oh, was with, it? Yeah, with Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, I yeah. think she – I don't know if she was on one of those TV shows or oh, – I don't know where she started. Away or I'm sure or this was like her – maybe it was like her first major film. It was one of her first things anyway. They were both very young in it. Um, I say very young, like probably early 20s. A very good movie. Any, any chance I get to um, – Sing my praises for Two Hands. Man, I fucking love that movie so much. It's like the Australian Sopranos. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a mob film because of the mob characters. I just don't think you clicked on it properly. Sorry? I just don't think you clicked on it properly. No, no, no. Well, that's not what I was looking to oh. happen. Well, anyway, that'll have the information you're looking for. Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. Anyway, they're actually doing... Oh, well, actually, I don't know if they are doing it now, given the lockdown. I can't remember the dates. But the Astor Theatre is doing screenings of the movie with like a um, some garage rock band in Melbourne who has written their own score for the film. And they're going to play that, that score live while they play the movie on the screen. Oh, really? Quite interesting, yeah. Oh. But I don't know if I could do that because the original one had like all those Powderfinger songs in it. Yeah. Remember? All those yep. really early Powderfinger songs were yep. in it. Fantastic. There you go. So what you're doing? Looking on IMDb. Just feel some just dead to air see here. see where she was. Um, where she sort of what her first thing was. There you go. You're there. Echo there Point. Yeah. So she. I knew she'd done a lot of television. Yeah, a lot television, of television. And then Sky, and then two hands. Heartbreak High. Well, that was after two hands. Oh, just gone past it. There you go. That's her yeah. first like major thing. Yeah. And then she landed a bunch of big stuff, and now she's huge in America. Yeah. Good on her. 
She's so good. I'll watch anything she's, that she's, she's in. She's very good. Fantastic. Uh, and Takeaway, man. Takeaway is like one of my favourite Australian comedies. I always forget she's she in that. Too, yeah, yeah, she remember. was the girlfriend of, I think she was Steve Carey's girlfriend in it. Oh, she was the girlfriend of one of them in there. Yeah, she's on the, or oh, she works at the shop. She works at the Takeaway shop. She's on the poster. Do you have the poster? Vince Colosimo, Steve Carey, Rose Byrne. Yeah. Yes. Nathan Phillips. Nathan Phillips, that's the other guy. Fuck, that movie's good too. Yeah. One of the great Aussie comedies. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like it's like another one that goes under the radar. Yeah, and it's probably dated. Probably. probably pretty badly dated. <laughs> it's on. Although maybe not. I think it's on Stan. I don't know. I oh, want to watch okay. it again. That and what was on? Cracker Jack? Cracker Jack was great. Mick Malloy, yeah. Yeah. Bad Eggs yeah. was really good. Tony yeah. Martin wrote and directed that one. Um, Mick Malloy was in that as well. <laughs> that was at the time Martin Malloy were doing a lot of stuff together. Yeah, that's right. Great. Uh, if you're out there listening and you, if you're Aussie or even if you're overseas, check out some of these movies. So good. Um, but I remember going to see Takeaway. Me, me and my, my friend uh, Lockie went to see Takeaway at the cinemas. Lockie D. Della. Yeah, we went and saw them at the cinema at the cinemas. And it was us two and just some other just random guy in there. It was obviously oh, school holidays. It was like three people. <laughs> this guy right up the back, this older guy. And he was laughing while the credits were going. It wasn't even that funny. He was laughing already. <laughs> so that's probably it shaped my experience a little bit with the movie. And we were like, oh, it's so funny. This guy's just laughing before the movie's even oh. begun. So fucking funny. Uh, the thing you remember. But the, the, the thing you take away from those is that it Take is... away. <laughs> yeah. Pardon the pun. Um, is the Aussie humour. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's a different sort of humour. Yeah, and, yeah. and the Americans don't really get out humour. Mm. And I don't think the Brits really do either, do they? No, not at all. Alicia <laughs> looks at some of our stuff and is like, that's not funny. How is that funny? <laughs> that is funny. And they take offence to a lot of it too. Yeah, they we're, take we're, a lot of offence. Whereas we don't, we don't take offence to any of this shit. We think it's yeah. funny, but they take offence Sometimes to I'll crack just like a stupid joke that's just such a, yeah. like not even a joke, might just be something I say, yeah. might be some sarcastic thing or something because a lot of our humour is just sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and I might just say something that's just so... Just just so typically, I don't know, Australian, and she will take offence to it. She's like, what would you just say? <laughs> yeah, like, hang right. on a minute. She's got a lot better now. We kind of yeah, ju- she sort of understands t- it now. Yeah. yeah. But especially early on, it was like I'd say something yeah. just so benign yeah. and it would be like like Because we take, we take the piss out of each other all well, the time. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. But we don't, no one really ever takes offence to it. It's no. just but they, how we are. But they watch it and they think it's really weird. Yeah. They think it's kind of, it's like, oh, you would never, you'd never say that to someone here. Like if I call my mate like a dickhead, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, they would take. They would be offended by that. They would like not. Yeah. Oh, and even even using the you know the the big c word. Well, I don't, well, Ricky Gervais uses it very freely, so I think yeah, it's. I suppose used, the Brits well, I use think that it's, quite a I bit. I think it's used they? very freely, but I don't think you direct it at someone. Right. Whereas, whereas here we do. But it's like your friends. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. You call someone a sick. Yeah. <laughs> or, a, or a mad. Oh, yeah. Some people know? would. Yeah. Um. Or you, you dumb. Yeah, whatever you know, but but they would. But you really like, don't. Hang on a minute. You really don't sort of take offence to it. It's like yeah. it's just all in jest, really. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, geez, what was the humour? Oh, you're physical. So physical, that's from physical, and we got to all that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think they like it. They like it when we ram a little bit. <laughs> uh, so we go off on tangents. Yeah, we're up to date on physical now. Yep. Waiting for episode eight. Oh, well, we've watched episode eight. It was on good Friday too. night. It was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, Chernobyl. We started. Yeah, first that's one really good. Yeah, it's got a great rating too. Yeah, it's it? like it's been rated like the greatest TV Nine thing of all like. time. 
Yeah. I've watched the first two before. Another one of these things. There's a lot of stuff me and Alicia will start them, and I'm like, oh, this is so good. And he's like, I'm bored. So we just stand up, stop. We just yeah. don't watch it. And this is one of those things. Nine so four. we've started again here, bought the Blu-ray recently. So well, how much of it are you, are you saying? Just that first? I think two episodes. Right, okay. Not that I remember. I re- actually, I remember it as I was watching it. Right. I'm sure I only watched two. And then Alicia was like, no, nah, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, we'll oh, stop well. then. A lot of those um, National Geographic, oh, like BBC shows, national, uh, natural history shows, we'll start watching and she's like, oh, really into it. And then she gets bored. Yep. Like a few episodes in. So then I end up finishing by myself. No stamina. <laughs> no stamina, girl. So funny. <laughs> anyway, so we did that. Talking about natural history programs. Oh, yeah, but Chernobyl's very good. Yeah, it is good. So far. I think almost everyone's watched it by this point. But it's a co-production between HBO and Sky, oh, which really? is the English yep. uh, network. Mm. Yeah. Very good, very good. No, it's good. Report. I enjoyed that first step. Five episodes, so I'd say you would consider it a mini series, not so much a limited series. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Good length, too, like an hour or 55, 60 minutes. I think there's one that's like an hour and five minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Good Good old fashioned mini series. Nice. Yeah. um, Talking about natural history stuff, BBC, the planets, we finished it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And we can update. Yeah. Because you can update on that. We can update. Now, which planet were we talking about last week? Was it Saturn? Saturn. Saturn. Well, I was said last week. I'm sure that the rings are made of ice. No, no, no. You were saying that you thought they were. They thought they. Oh were no, yeah. I thought they were made of meteorites. They were, they were little meteorites and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I did promise you that I was going to update. Um, that's actually made of ice, little like particles Icicles. of ice. Icicles, yeah, Icicles. fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. But Jupiter. Go up there with a scotch and yeah, scotch and ice. Jupiter. No, Uranus also has rings. Yeah. And they are made of they're rocks. They're rocky, yeah. So maybe we got a little bit confused, though. Mm. There you go, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great little show. I love Brian Cox stuff. Not the actor Brian Cox, the, no. the theoretical scientist. physicist yeah. Brian Cox, yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Love his stuff. Really quite enjoyed it, although I got nodded off on a couple of them. But yeah, I think we both did. Late at night. And but they're easy to fall asleep in, like those things, so like that nice that music. music and stuff when you're sitting back nice and warm yeah. and relaxed. <laughs> it's like, oh... Mm. But yeah, good. no, no, it's excellent. Stuff. So we did that. Learned um, a lot about our um, yeah, about our um, history of the universe, the history of our universe, and yeah. our planets, and our yeah. our galaxy. And the thing, the thing that amazed me was mm. that, like, what's the furthest one out? Neptune. Yeah, Uranus, Uranus is the second. Yeah. Uran- Uranus, not Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> Uranus. <laughs> uh, Uranus is the what is it? Seventh planet, something like that. Yeah, but it's colder. Yeah, it's colder than that. Than Neptune, which is yeah. the eighth planet out. It's closer to the sun, but and it's, it's colder. Like Weird. One point six billion kilometers further out than yeah, something Uranus. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> Weird. And they, they can't figure out why. Just bizarre. And it's got all these crazy storms and shit on the planet. And they yeah, well, that's what they're saying. Yeah, you were saying on on that episode was that it's probably because of those storms and stuff yeah. creating friction and yeah. and keeping it warm. Great you know? series. If you ever want yeah, to learn really anything good. about your universe. Check yeah. out the planets, Brian Cox. A couple of years old, but very good. The, the special effects are terrific. CGI, so good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, very good. Um, it's like what six episodes? Um, five or six shows? Five episodes, I think. Five, I think. There's three on the first disc, two on the second. Yeah, there yep. you go. Um, we watched a couple of other docu series this week. Mm-hmm. Behind the attraction is the new one on Disney Plus. That's quite interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I was given the first seven episodes. 
There's 10 in total. The first five went up last week on Wednesday. Um, and then the other, the last five will come out at the end of the year sometime right. later in the year. Yep. Very good. It's like a history of the Disney theme parks, but it's like focused on each attraction. Yeah. So one episode's on Jungle Cruise, Space Mountain, um, the Star Wars ride, Star Tours and Galaxy's yep. Edge. Uh, that was interesting, the Star Tours one, because we've done that. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realise there's more than one story to be told in it. Yeah, I never realised that either. I thought it was just the one yeah, just the no. one ride, and everybody got the same ride. Yeah, it's like a randomised thing. Yeah. Yeah, to keep it more interesting. So you go back a second time, you think, oh, shit, didn't see yeah, that last a bit time. different, yeah. Because it's a, um, what do you call it, a simulator ride. Yeah. So the newer version of it, not the old, like the original version was just one straight ride. Yeah. But the newer version... Uh, it's like randomized, and mm. it depends on just whatever you get is the location you visit on the yeah. thing. Um, and then there was one, I can't remember what the other attractions were that were part of it, um, but yeah, it's a very good show. It's really fluffy and Trains light. The, the... Yeah, that's in the second batch, though. Yeah. And there's going to be ones on like the castles and um, It's a Small World. They're all coming up in that second batch. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that's good fun. I liked it. There's a lot of stuff in there that I'd never seen before, footage I hadn't seen before, some little anecdotes and stuff I hadn't heard before, so it was quite good, even though it's very fluffy. The kids will like it. It's one that I think the family can enjoy. Mm. It's less less like um, the Imagineering story, which was very much just like a kind of heavy-handed documentary thing, Yep, which is terrific. Great series. But this is just a little fluffier and lighter. It reminded me of, remember you used to be able to send away in the mail for like a ad advertisement yeah, DVD. Yeah, yeah. I've got one of them somewhere. I've got like three or four years worth of them, yeah. These cinema, I'm sure they used to do on VHS, then they did on VHS, uh, then DVD. DVD. You could just write, or you get on there, I think they had a website, Disney yeah, Parks I website, so. and you could um, write away for a, it was like a, a every year they do one, it was like a, basically just an ad for the parks. Yeah. But it had this footage from the parks, and they were really great. Mm. Um, so something, and you've got that really cheery American accent over the top, and got light and fluffy music. It feels very much like something like that, uh, but it's it's good and it's interesting and got some good info in there. We watched um, another docu series, Disney Plus as well. McCartney three two one. Yeah, yeah. We watched three so far. To right six. up my alley. Yeah, loving it. Very good. Loving it. In depth. The only thing I'll say about it mm. is that McCartney was never really my favourite Beatle. Yeah. I don't dis I don't dislike him, uh. but I there are parts in it where it seems a little self indulgent on his behalf, mm. where he, he almost it's almost like he takes pleasure in telling you, oh, that was my idea. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. You know, I yeah. oh, I'm the one that came up with <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. and I told him that we yeah. should do this, so we did that, and it worked. Yeah. That type of thing, you mm. know. And I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't. You've got glorifying to, yourself. You've got to wonder moment. how much of that's in the editing, though, and how much they've well, yeah, selectively... you do. And I, as, I, as I said to you after we watched the first episode, or mm. during the first episode, or whatever it was, mm. was I would love to would love to have been able uh, to see, yeah. say, mm. John or Paul or Ringo's George. version. What did I say? Paul. John and Sorry, Paul. John, <laughs> John, <laughs> John, George, or Ringo's yeah. version of those same events. yeah, yeah. yeah. And see what they, yeah. how they saw it. I, I, so I don't, I don't think that um, anything 
Paul has said during it yeah, is not yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was always he always and everything you read, but he was always the businessman. He was always yeah, yeah. interested in the in the business of the Beatles. Yeah. Whereas the others just seemed to be there because they wanted to make music. Mm. You know, John never really seemed to be interested in the business of the Beatles that much. Yeah. They probably all were interested to a degree um, in the business. But I think Paul was Paul seemed to be the one that really pushed a lot of a mm. lot of those issues, you know, yeah. um, business issues and decisions. Yeah. Um, so it would have been it would have been nice to have been able to have the opportunity to hear from them all to hear, yeah, mm. particularly John, yeah, because essentially it was John's band. He oh, yeah. he's the one that started it really, um, and to see his his version of, mm-hmm. of different events <coughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. We'll never get to see that. So. No, but it's, but it's, but it's good for what But it is. the great thing about it is that having Paul come out and talk about a lot of this stuff yeah. that has has over the years been mystique, I suppose, glorified. Yeah, um, and and people have assumed a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. he's come out and he's he's speaking about a lot of things that mm. and, and clearing a lot of stuff up for people yeah. as well. So it's really great that he he obviously knows he's getting on in years and he's mm-hmm. probably not got a yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a very fit and healthy man. Mm. He's probably got another ten or fifteen, twenty years to go. Mm. But, but he knows that at some point his life's going to end. But he's going to be able to. He's leaving this legacy behind. Yeah, I think so. And he knows what sort of legacy the Beatles have left behind, and he's yeah. left behind. And this is this is a really good way of him being able to document a lot of stuff. As yeah, well, well we've got we've got the uh, Let It Be doco coming out later in the year too, oh, which is something that. that's been we've we've had a fucking twenty thirty minute discussion about in the past, but yeah. it's um. Like the whole, yeah, that's on the camera tie. Yeah, Yeah. let's do it again. It's still going. Yeah, Um, no, but that's that's like the holy grail for Beatles fans because it's footage that's been like held in a vault for a long time and stuff that Paul hasn't wanted to speak about for a long time. And it's almost like he's now ready to just talk about it and just kind of purge all this stuff that he's been holding back for all the years. Um, So what this show is, pardon me, uh, we didn't say, oh, a little hiccup fit going on. it's just it's him and um, a music producer Rick Rubin, essentially just having a candid chat yeah. about the Beatles, about Paul's solo career, about his music theory, about his music composition, just everything, and they touch on pretty much everything. It's quite good. It's quite good. And so. most of the, and I think most of the, pretty much all the songs are actually ones that Paul was heavily involved. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Because he can speak of it. He can speak of yeah, that. Because they There's talk a- about they talk about the songs and they stand over a mixer board and they've got like the track laid out and they kind of play around with the tracks and it's really quite interesting. Yeah, cut instruments out and yeah, cut vocals out and lots of stuff. Just like I just did to you then. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so that's really interesting to see and yeah. and. And and when you when they deconstruct it the way they do on the mm. on the on the board, there's a lot of stuff that you can see Paul cringing at because they were yeah, mistakes, yeah, but they yeah. left them in. Yeah, you know. So it's really worth if you're mm. you know interested in music theory yeah. or music in general or history of music or even yeah. the Beatles. It's really worth your yeah, while good. watching it. It's definitely it's, worth um, checking out. It's really and it really just good. just makes me more excited for the Let It Be series at the oh, end. I cannot wait. For <laughs> can't wait. Gonna be good. Um, now, this is usually where we do our Deadwood update, but of course Deadwood's been dead. No, it's decommissioned. Oh, I've decommissioned it. Oh, it's probably still there. 
there yeah, you go. but I've decommissioned it. You have to play that at least one it's every the episode. Last People use. love it. It's the last use. No, Deadwood's done. No, no, we can still do an update when we hear from the winner. Oh yeah, but we haven't heard from haven't heard from the winner yet. yet. We'll bring it back one day. But we're done with Deadwood. We still haven't decided what show we're going to do. But we need to. We need to. We need to find a new show. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be Mad. Man. I think it's going to be Mad Men. Mad we're going to start Mondays. this week. Yep. Mad Men Monday. Yep. I think this so. Monday we're going to watch one. Well, this Monday, tonight, when you were listening, you will have watched one. We're watching it. Yeah. As, as, as yeah, we probably, we, yeah. As this is dropping, yeah. we're watching it. If you're one of those lucky ones who clicks on it straight away and is listening at the time this goes live, we're watching Mad Men right now. I can yep, guarantee exactly you. Exactly right. So there you go. Watch an episode one. Can't guarantee anything. I can't, no. <laughs> can't guarantee anything on here. No, exactly right. We're going to have to find a new soundtrack for that. Uh, a little sound effect, sorry. I don't oh, know what that's going to be. I've got an idea for one. Okay. Once you see what the what what they're always doing on that show, you'll know exactly what to use. All right. I'm excited. So that's, uh, yeah, next week will be our first Mad Men Mondays update. Mm. Oh, hopefully. Good. Cool. And, that, and that's the, that's the show you can actually watch a couple in a night. I so. think. Well, that's what we say now, but no, but you can. It, it's it's not as dull. Well, as it, dep- it depends on how it's held up too. Well, that's that's a, that is a point because mm, that's a fairly that's getting on as well. That show, yeah, I'm sure it'll be better. Anyway, we'll do it. Um, Jesus, we're like an hour and nine minutes into this show already. Ooh. Um. We watched, uh, this is a brand new series on Disney Plus called Turner and Hooch. Mm. This is a, it's like a semi-remake, but it's a sequel, follow-up to the original T- Turner and Hooch movie, 1989, with Tom Hanks and the big dog. Yep. Um, and this is kind of like a follow-up to it. Of course, in the original one, Tom Hanks plays a police detective and he inherits this big mastiff. Uh, a slobbery, mastiff? Yeah, big, I think so. Whatever big slobbery dog. Um, from this guy that dies, and uh, it becomes his like partner. And in this new show, Josh Peck plays the son of Detective Turner. Yep. So he is also Detective Turner, and he inherits a large slobbery dog from his father. After the father, Tom Hanks, has passed away, he inherits this dog, and then it sort of becomes his partner. So it's like a semi-remake, particularly the first episode of the show is like a semi-remake of the movie, but it's a sequel. It's what they do with a lot of these um, sequel movies or reboots or stuff. Yeah. They like retread the original movie. Yeah. But no, it's actually a sequel. It almost gives you sort of a bit of a background. Yeah. Um, I, I like it's a whole idea. We've seen three shows. The fir- Only the first episode is up at the moment um, as we're posting this. Yeah. Um. But uh, I, I'm liking it. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I didn't mind those first three. Yet. Yeah. Easy to watch. Yeah, we watched a three in one morning. It's almost like a little mini movie. I don't know. I don't think it'll last too long. I think. No, I think. Don't too many seasons out. One or two seasons, maybe. Well, it's interesting because Disney Plus stuff is only. Because Disney Plus is so new, like, we haven't really seen yet the longevity they're going to be giving to their series. Yeah. There's quite a few things on there with like two two series. Mm. But that's it. It's only been around for a couple of years. Hooch is a dog de Bordeaux. Oh. That's a French breed. Really? Yeah. Why did I hear it was a Mastiff? Well, that's what it says on here. Turner. Turner Hooch. Yeah, you might be right. Mastiff. Um, What kind of dog... 
Yeah, Doge de Bordeaux. There you go. Huh? He's Hucha Mastiff, someone asks. He's a French Mastiff. Oh, there you go. Doge de Bordeaux probably yeah. means French Mastiff. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In French. Who knows? Uh, it's funny because it's come up. Look at that. Images. Images for Turner Hooch Mastiff. I-M-I-G-E-S. Should be images with an A. Maybe that's French. Oh, no, you know what? No, that's what I thought. But you know what I've done? I've set my, because you know how you can change your languages oh, God. on here? They've got Almofad language. <laughs> <laughs> so I've set my Google to Almofad like you see more. It's spelled M-O- M-O-W-E. Mo. 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 <laughs> I was like, what images? No, yeah, it's Al- I've put it to Alma Fad language. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's quite a good show. You're a weirdo. I know. I thought it was funny. Um, but it's just more confusing as it seems. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched the first, we, well, we watched the first three and we're liking it so far. Yeah. I'm interested to see more of it, I think. What's, what's up to? One at the moment. So the second one will go right. up this week. Okay. Um, but I'm liking it. So the first one goes up. When do they go up on a Friday it's, night? Wednesdays, Wednesdays now is Disney Plus okay. stuff. So Wednesdays, every Wednesday they go yep. up. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more. So we've got to wait a couple of weeks so we can see new ones unless they send me more. Sometimes with the shows, if they send me the first three, they'll send me the rest. And then with some other shows, they'll only send me the first three and then we've got to watch the rest yep. as they go on. Yep. Either way, whatever, we've got so much to watch. It exactly. um, so, yeah, um, if you want my like full review of that, there is a full review on YouTube. You can go and check it out. Um, where I go in depth into my thoughts on it. Uh, but thanks to Disney Plus, I actually got to speak with the entire core cast from the show. Yeah, you did. This includes Josh Peck, Lindsay Fonseca, Vanessa Lengi- Lengis, Reginald Val Johnson, who was in the original movie, is also oh, yeah. in Die Hard, played yep. Al, the cop, um, Becca Tobin, Cara Patterson, Anthony. Rui v- oh jeez, I, I apologise. This name Rui Viva, Rui Viva, Rui Viva, Anthony Rui Viva. Apologies, uh, and uh, Brandon J McLaren and Jeremy R- Maguire. Huge it's Jeremy to- Maguire. Jerry, not Jerry Maguire, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Maguire. Um, yeah, so I got to speak to nine of them. Entire cast. Awesome. I've got a full interview up on YouTube, but we'll play you just a very small little snippet. Right awesome. here on the Dave Lee Down the podcast. Enjoy it. Let's have a listen. Hi, everyone. I'm Dave. I'm calling in from Australia this morning. It's a real pleasure to be able to speak with you all. Um, I've seen the first three episodes of the series so far, and I'm really enjoying it. It's so much fun. And uh, you are also just wonderful in this. Um, Josh, I was wondering, uh, even though you're not playing the same Turner as in the original film, the Tom Hanks version, you are playing the son of that character, I was wondering whether there were still things that you were able to take from the original movie um, as inspiration or that kind of helped you build your character or helped you with your process, particularly, I guess, if there was anything that you were able to pull from Tom Hanks's portrayal of, I guess, your character's father. Yeah, it's a great question. I, I mean, I think I'm probably trying to emulate one of the greatest actors of our time at, at, at all times, um, yeah. even when I'm making a YouTube video. But... Um, you know, he's just, what's great about Tom Hanks in that time, right, is it was like right in, in sort of his ascent to his superstardom. And I, he had done big, but he hadn't done like Forrest Gump or Philadelphia yet. And so it's really cool to watch him. It, it's almost like um, a samurai, like 
sharpening his blade. Like you see him honing his Tom Hanksisms and all his greatness. And so whether it's like he has these just great moments where he'll just, you know, scream out or he, there's a little bit of like a smugness to him in the in the movie. And I think just having like that great balance of like being likable while also being like relentlessly annoyed with this gigantic animal that's just been gifted to me. Um, and, and having that kind of balance of sweetness with that comedic gruffness. Uh, and I also, there's a couple pops of color in my wardrobe throughout the episodes where I'm like, that's great. Because if you notice Tom Hanks in the original, he's wearing some 80s goodness in that movie. Like some <laughs> incredible pieces. Uh, you pull it off perfectly. Like I, I buy, I buy that you are Tom Hanks's son when I'm watching this. So Thank absolute you. props, yeah. And there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, good, good to have a little chat with them and everything. Mm. Uh, so thanks again. Did how you, long did you? How long did you have with them? Um, well, it was all up. Was probably like um, maybe maybe like forty five minutes to oh. an ish. I think all awesome. up. Awesome. It's great. Yeah, good fun. A lot of fun. Um, but the YouTube video has been cut down. It's like a six minute, seven minute video. So oh, okay. head over there and check that out if you want to. Cool. Want to have a look? Not a fun. Um, spot, let's just quickly highlight the sponsors. Of course, kicks.com.au. If you want to head over there and buy up some Blu-rays and stuff, you can use Dave15 at checkout. You get 15% well, off. sponsors. Well, it's sponsors. They're partners, <laughs> I should yeah. say. Um, that Use the code Dave15 at checkout for 15% off until uh, September this year, 2021. Awesome. At store-wide, including pre-orders, sale product, etc. And, of course, I always like to give a little shout-out to Random Space Media, who are putting out a lot of really great stuff at the moment too. You know the drill. Yep. Working with the studios to put out some stuff that wouldn't usually be wouldn't on usually wide get, release. Yeah, that's right. On Blu-ray particularly. So there you go. Hey, should we play a game of... Uh, uh, well, yeah, let's go again. Should we play a game of shite or... All right, all right, all right. Hey, sure, It's that game that we play on the channel. Yep. Um, our official scorekeeper, Jeff B., was straight on it this week. Was he? Yeah. Uh, After he gave him a little bit of a little last bit of a, week. A little bit of a what? Yeah. <laughs> a, little of, yeah. a little bit of a clip. Yeah. <laughs> get, get back to it. Do it. Pro- do your job properly. Minion. Yeah. <laughs> monkey. Worker monkey, as I called him last week on a little bike. <laughs> get, give me the scorecard. Give me the scorecard. He didn't send it in like a couple of, was that last week or a couple of weeks back? Last Slacker. week. I don't know, he's slacking off anyway. No, we appreciate he sent, it. He sent it in straight away. He's like, I'm so sorry, guys. I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Master David. Uh, that's funny. I'm sorry. Well, here's the scorecard. Please take it. No, he's fine. He's great. Thank you, Jeff. We yeah, appreciate exactly. all the work we do, that you do. Yeah, exactly right. No, we don't care. Send it in. Save Dave having to go back and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it takes a little, bit of, um, a little bit of work off my shoulders. So I do very much appreciate it. And um, no, we're not that hard on him. If he doesn't send it in, then too bad. Yeah, exactly <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's just me being slack. Uh, so thank you, Jeff. I do appreciate it. Uh, but he did send it in this week. Um, and I'm still in front. I'm on 16. You're on 12. I didn't go up any last week. I didn't get any correct last week. Uh, you got a couple of correct last week. Yes, um, I caught up a couple. Yeah, I also, Woo-hoo. you are now one behind. Are you? Yeah, one behind. Because Jeff wrote on the thing that you are now. No, because I'm sure I was two behind, wasn't I? Two behind and I caught up one last week. That's what I thought too. Jeff, what's going on here, mate? Or did I read it wrong? I don't know. Should I pull up You read thing? it, not me. I'll pull up the thing. Yeah, have a look. 
Because if it's wrong, but Jeff, I'm pretty mate. sure. I'm pretty sure because we. I'm pretty sure. Last week you said that I was two behind. So That's what I'll, I thought. So I'll increase one that, this week and then... Or was that two weeks ago? No, it was last week. Let me have a look. Oh, no, that's not Jeff. That's not the email I want. Jeff, here we go. Shadow, all right. PDF. Old mate Rick. Dave guessed first. Oh, no, no, yeah. Rick only behind by one question. All yeah, right, So right. I've got to yeah. give you an extra one this week. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought too, but I read nah, wrong. I knew we wouldn't stuff it up. No. Okay, thank you, Jeff, very much. You you can keep your job for another week. Um, <laughs> so you're on a deficit of one question. We're going to read one. We've got a whole bunch, of course. Tyson Turner sent in like 40-odd yep. um, Shadow Rights for us. We've got some from Jeff as well that's been sent in. We also got a few were sent in this week by Devesh Sood, yep. who's a long-time listener as well. So we've got a whole bunch of, a whole, whole bunch of titles here. That are piling up, and if anyone out there wants to send in any shadow rights as well, please do just send us the link to any kind of movie things going to trip us up. Of course, this is the game where we read each other out a synopsis for a film. It's usually going to be something that's really obscure. We used to pull up just something random on IMDb. That's the fun of it. But a lot of people are sending us in their obscure picks, which is fun yeah. too. Um, so we essentially read each other the synopsis without giving away um, like any like plot points that might give away the movie, like titles, cat- characters, yeah. actors, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So it's um, and we got to decide whether it is or all right, all right, all right. And then of course you get one point if you get it correct. You get you don't get any points if you get it wrong. Um, and of course we base whether the movie is in fact shite or alright on the IMDb score. Yep. On IMDb.com. Anything 5.9 and below is yep. shite. Yeah. Anything 6 and above is. All right, all right. And we base right. that on how we buy, how we've mm-hmm. traditionally bought. Yep, yep. Our movies. Our movies. So we'll go in, we'll go to JB or wherever. Yeah. And if we see something we think, oh, I'm not sure about this one, and we get on, we and it gives us a over 6, we'll go, yeah, we'll buy it. Yep. If it's under 6, we'll think, oh. But of course, as we've proven we'll today, it. you can have one that's we, below. Oh, that can be quite time. good. Yep. So anyway, let's get into but it. But just this the short ones, we just do a little more research and yeah. Or sometimes we don't. Depends on who's in it. Yeah. Anyway, let's get on with the game because we're running short on time today. Okay. Um, I will start this week. We're now both even on the amount of times that we've both guessed first. So we'll get three this week, and you'll get two again. Yeah. Right. And I will start first, and then next week you start first. So remember that. Right. Yep. 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 Okay. So I'll give you like the top one from. So I'm going to give you three. Let's let's we've got to pick away at Tyson's ones because there's so many there. Yep. Let's get one from Tyson. Um, we'll take one from Devesh Sood as well. Yep. Two each from him. And then I will give you... Um, one of Jeff's. One of Jeff's. Yep. Or, although Jeff has given us like... Okay, do two of Jeff's and one of Dev- Devish's. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll then you've still got some yeah, Devish yeah, for yeah, next yeah, week. Okay, so right. we'll do two Tyson, two Jeff, two Devish. Now, did you delete any of these from last yes, week? Yes, deleted. Okay, right. Okay, so you'll so take the top one? I'll take the top one, you take the second one. Right. And then I will I'll delete them both off this scorecard. All right. Here we go. So this one has come in from Tyson Turner. Oh, no, maybe I didn't delete any. Click on that second one. Actually, I'll click on the second one. Let me have a look. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, we did both of these, I'm sure. Yeah, we did them. Yeah. Okay. So the first two, I'm sure I deleted them. Mustn't have saved the... Uh, the, the document. Okay, so I'll give you the first one should be 211. 
which is the one I'm going to take. You'll and take 7 one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So here we go. I feel like we did this one too. Jeez. I'm slacking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. And then, um, okay, so 7-1 hasn't been done. So I'll give you 7-1 and you give me 8-5, unless you already opened 7-1. I've opened 7-1. Oh, geez, let's scratch that from the record then. Or did you see the... I didn't see the score. Did you see the title? Something about teachers. Yeah, let's delete that one. Sorry, Tyson. <laughs> it was one called The Home Teachers, a 4.5. Oh, Greg and God. Nelson are two complete opposites on a mission to complete their home teaching on the last day of the month, even if it kills them. Oh, it would be a good one. Mm. Anyway, so I'll take 8585 and you can take 435. Right. Okay. Simple. Sorted now. Apologies for that, Tyson. Okay, here's, here's one. Okay. A team of scientists... Are you ready or are you still... No, hang on. A team of scientists testifies that they have found the remains of a sea creature with ties to human origins, a modern-day mermaid. They claim a massive government cover-up is currently hiding the creature's existence from the general public. Oh... Sounds like some really crappy 1950s sci-fi mm. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be shite. It's going to be shite. You're locking it in? Yeah, I'm locking shite in. Yeah. It's, yeah, I was say, it yeah. sounds like a stinker. It wasn't made in the 1950s, but it is a sci-fi and it's a tally movie. I was made in uh, 2011. <laughs> uh, it's called Mermaids, The Body Found. God. It stars no one. Oh, it stars David Soul is no, oh, the narrator. <laughs> um, Hutch, was he Hutch? Starsky and Hutch? Yes. Um, and a couple of other people you probably know by face but not necessarily by name. Sean Cameron Michael, Jason Cope, Helen Johns. Um, it's got a 4.7. It's a stinker. Yeah, it is a stinker. Sounded, it sounded, like it, it sounded like it had caca all over it. Yep. All right, you read me the next one. So which one was that one you did? The top one. Oh, jeez. So you're doing 435. 435. Just bear with me for bear a second. Bear with you, yeah. Ding, 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 you can cut this bed ding, out and edit it if you want. Well, I could, but that's just more work for me. <laughs> Fair enough. And I won't remember. I guarantee I won't remember to do it because I don't watch the whole thing back. Oh, okay. Take your time. Something, yeah, something uh, oh my lord! Just click on it on the iPad. Nah, because it's plenty of. Oh, I'm definitely cutting this out. <laughs> Lord's sake! Um, oh my gosh! Tick tock, tick tock. You got it. Okay. Oh, finally got it. Righto. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, an elderly amusement park maintenance man. Mm-hmm. Character name redacted is trapped in purgatory and the only way out is to confront five people from his past. Unfortunately, dark secrets from his service in the Philippines begins to haunt him. Sounds really familiar. Mm. Some of it sounds familiar, some of it doesn't. Sounds like a weird like Woody Allen movie. Not that I've watched really much of his uh, stuff, but that's the kind of vibe I get, just a weird kind of Woody Allen comedy kind of thing. Mm. Ah, shit. Um, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to say it's probably shite. 
Sounds shite. It's, it's fucking awful. Yeah. All right, oh, all shit. right, all right. Oh. All right, all right, all right. 7.3. Oh, jeez. It's called The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Oh. And it stars John Voigt, Alan Bernstein, mm. Alan Burstyn, mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels, uh, Michael, in, Michael Imperioli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a few others. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, so it's uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, you're up one, I'm down one, sadly. All righty. So let me give you one from Jeff, yes? Yep. I'll give you this one right here. You didn't. So. No, actually, that one was from last week. Right. Delete. So I'll give you the next Old Mate Rick one. So I've got to give you the 728 one. Yeah. Oh, no, because I don't know if we've done that one. I think that one was the one I gave you last week as an extra. Like, give me the 728 just in case. Just in case. All right? Yeah. Because I don't want any more dead air. So I'm going to give you this one right here. You type away while I'm talking. Yep. And I've got this one up for you right here. You ready for it? Yep. Okay. An intellectual billionaire and two other men struggle to band together and survive after getting stranded in the Alaskan wilderness with a bloodthirsty Kodiak bear hunting them down. Ooh, go again. An intellectual billionaire and two other men struggle to band together and survive after getting stranded in the Alaskan wilderness with a bloodthirsty Kodiak bear hunting them down. Oh, sounds like it might be right. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like sounds like I've got a fair bit of scope with that. All right, so you're saying it's all I'll right. It's all right. Well, unfortunately for me. All right, all Yahoo! right, all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's oh called God. it's called The Edge. It was made in 97 and it stars Anthony Hopkins, Alec Baldwin, Al McPherson, Bart the Bear, Bart the Bear. Bart the Bear. <laughs> um and then some other people who I don't really recognize, but there you go. Yeah. Oh, it's uh got a 6.9. That's mm. so fairly decent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just sounded like it had a, had a fair bit of scope to. Yeah, never play heard of that one. Story. It's a 20th Century Fox movie. I wonder if that's. And out it sounded fairly familiar too. Yeah, if I've seen it or not, I don't know. I'm going to see if if that's out on uh, Blu-ray or anything because that looks that sounds quite good. Yeah. Oh, there's a Blu-ray out in America, and it's region locked, bastards. We've probably already got it. No, don't got it. <laughs> don't got it. Fair enough. Because it's region locked. Oh. There's, oh no, it's not even out in the UK. Bastards, it's locked, I can't buy it. Can't play no, region well. locked. Oh, you can on that crappy Well, I can, but the play is shit. Yeah. So there's no point. Okay, your yes. next one. Yeah. In the garden, a right. man asks his friends to do something silly for him to record on film. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. What? Yeah. In the Go again. In the in the garden, right. a man asks his <laughs> friends to do something silly for him to record oh, on film. No, what is this shite? <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, um, it has to be shite. That can't possibly be good. What is it? I, yeah, shite. Okay. Shite. All right, no, no. all right, all right. I knew it. I was all thinking. Right, oh, all no. right, all right, all right. <laughs> 7.3. What yeah. the fuck? It's what is a, this? It's a, it's a documentary short. Oh, God. Called Round Hay Garden Scene. What? And I, by the look of it, it might actually be 
foreign. Oh. Um, Some silly little foreign movie. Adolf Le Prince, oh, right. Annie Hartley, Joseph Whiteley or Whitley. Sarah Whitley as what herself. What year is this? This is probably some. This is probably like a really early film, and I feel like I've seen it. Um, I feel like this is like something from like the late eighteen hundreds. I feel like I've seen 1888. it. Eighteen eighty eight. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this. It's just some guy doing some stupid shit in the garden, dancing <laughs> around and stuff. <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, you got me. Uh, oh, it's a good one. I'm I've sure caught, I've seen I've it. Caught up too. Yeah, uh, I got the chance to catch up on a third. <laughs> you have too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read you one from Devesh. Yep. Right, thank you uh, again to um, uh, to Tyson, Jeff, and of course Devesh for sending in some of these. So we're going to read one from Devesh right yep. here. Okay. Um, reeling from a terrifying assault, a 19-year-old enrolls into college with his brother and pledges the same fraternity. What happens there in the name of brotherhood tests him and his loyalty to his brother in brutal ways. Um, I think that's all right. I think it's all right. You've got an assist as well, yeah, don't forget. Yeah, well, give me give me the assist. I might as well use it. I didn't use mine this week. So the assist is essentially I can give you like the top three actors that are in the film. Yeah. Um, we have got Ben Schnetzer. Ben Schnetzer. Oh god. <laughs> Nick Jonas, mm-hmm. one of the Jonas mm-hmm. brothers, and uh, James Franco. That no, sounds like a shot written all over it. But I reckon it's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be all right. I think it's going to be all right. Lock it in. Yep. It is. Uh, I should have known. Yeah, James Franco. James Franco's that red flag. Yep. Uh, Should have known. It's called Goat. God. Uh, it came out 2016, you know, the actors. It's got 5.7, so it's just on the edge. Just on the edge, yeah. uh, Devesh actually says he thinks it should it should have had a higher score. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds all right. He said he watched it and liked it. Yeah, it sounds pretty Cause good. Because by the premise, it's got a fair bit of scope. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Um, that That's it. So, Jeff, do your work. Sort out that. Uh, spilling water everywhere. You're spilling, doing my trick. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeff will give us a new thing by next a week. A new update. Hopefully. So I'm only be two behind. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, I told you it's possible. This game, yep, it's a tough game. Let me save that this week so that we don't get tripped up. Thanks uh, again to Tyson, Jeff, and Devesh for sending in some Schneider all rights. If anyone else out there has any, please send them on in, and we'll add them to the list here, and we're just going to go through them as we can. That was this week's episode of Schneider. All right. right, all right, all right. All right, we've got a little bit of news this week uh, to get into. We want to uh, take a look at a trailer, Dune. The Dune trailer came out this week. Um, we missed that IMAX screening where we got yep. to view it. Blessing in disguise almost because, you know, we have an effort to get out to the IMAX in the city and or just outside the city. For a half hour. For a half hour thing and then go home, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Warner Brothers did one on me on the trailer as well. Mm. They sent me, with well, a local team, sent me um, all this information about, oh, the trailer's going to be dropping tomorrow at 10 p.m. I thought, oh, this is a nice scoop. Quickly got on Twitter. No one's talking about it. I was like, shit, can I, I was like, can I post about this? Is this embargoed or anything? Like, you know, go for it. Please, you know, let people know. So I posted about it. Dune trailer, tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And then I broke it down for, like, all the other... Um, uh, Time, Time zones. zones around the world, US, UK, West Coast, East Coast, whatever. Fucking tweet took off. 
there's a lot of people looking at wanting Dune trailer, a lot of people, um, and it just went nuts. Like, yeah. like hundreds and hundreds of likes, heaps of of retweets, yeah. and just all these people chatting about, oh, I've heard the Dune trailer drop. Like fucking heaps of people yeah. were on about this Dune trailer dropping. Off my advice. Um, 10 p.m. comes, no trailer. Mm. And I was really hesitant about posting too because I thought... I just have this feeling because it's like a really weird time. It like mm. seemed a little bit early, particularly for like the American market, which is what this would be aimed for. I was really hesitant to post it. I was like, this is like my first like major kind of scoop. It's come right from the source, the studio. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck. And that's why I was like, I'm going to post it. It's come from the studio. I trust it. And yeah, 10 o'clock comes and it's gone. Heaps of people were like tweeting me like, you're a liar. Or like, why have you said this? Or just like, oh, of course, this was wrong. And then I'm getting all these memes coming at me. One was like this picture <laughs> of, of Shrek, which was like, of course, an Australian account gives us a tip off on June and it's incorrect. And there's a picture of Shrek like mm, doing this sort of face. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but then at 11 o'clock, the trailer dropped. Right. So I'd been tipped off like an hour early. So right. whether... I'm not blaming the local team because the local team are fantastic and I love my relationship with them. Yeah. They're wonderful. They're so wonderful. Um, they have obviously been in, provided incorrect information from the studio in LA, mm. which wouldn't be uncommon because they tipped media off on the Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer. And uh, this was like last year or whenever that, whenever that was, a few however many months ago or whatever. Um, they tipped off media about, oh, the Jack, the Justice League trailer is going to drop this day, this time, um, and then they dropped it an hour early. God. So all these people chatting like, oh, yeah, it's going up, and then it goes uh, up early. But in my case, um, I was done by an hour late. So the, unless so either the studio has provided my local team incorrect information or at the last minute they decided we're going to change the time. I don't know, but I was provided. I got incorrect information, ran with it. I'll be very hesitant to do so in the future. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> oh, but the trailer did go up. So when the trailer went up, I did post a little smug tweet, which was like, I told you guys. I told you it was coming. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, um, I did get that one a little bit wrong based on the information that I was given. Well, you didn't get it wrong. You just yeah. passed on information. Oh, yeah, exactly You've been right. Given. Oh, well. Oh, well. It is what it is. We got the trailer. Let's take yeah, a look exactly. at it. And because we were going to go and see it, I thought we'd take a look at it and just kind of yep. cover it properly anyway because that was sort of, you know, I told them I told them I would. Uh, so let's have a look. Dune. Well, we watched this last night, but I'll have a little brush, brush yep. up on it again. Yep. My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! So there you go, there's the entirely overindulgent three-and-a-half-minute trailer mm. for Dune. Well, last night when I saw it, I thought, 
Yeah. But I'm actually a little interested in it now. Yeah, it's interesting. I felt the same thing too. Yeah. I just think, mm, might be okay. Yeah. Well, they've, 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 you know, they've got Drax and... Yeah. <laughs> Drax and Aquaman and... He's got a huge cast. What's his name from Star Wars and... Yeah, Oscar, Josh Brolin. Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Thanos. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dave Bautista. So um, they've just gone, on. Oh, we'll get him from MCU and him from MCU, him from Star Wars and him from DC. DC. Yeah. <laughs> Put them all together and see what happens. And, of course, everyone's favourite indie uh, star, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, he's good. Zendaya is in there as well, who is, of course, like the it girl oh, at the moment, who's everything. She's the girl at the very, very beginning of the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Apparently her character's not in the book very much. Apparently she's like such a tiny part of this. Right. But they're really, really advertising the hell out of her being in it. She'll probably have been in for three minutes. And- yeah. That, that's what they're saying. She's not in it very much. God. <laughs> um, and obviously they show her there and she's going to get the younger crowd in. Yeah, All the younger right. girls are going to yeah. go in and... Um, and all that. That's the the thing about something like this. You can just market it so many. You can advertise it so many exactly markets. Right. It's like Titanic had everything going for it. Yeah. It had like the action for the guys. It had Leo for the younger girls. It had the romance with Leo yeah. and yeah. what's her name? Kate, uh, Kate Winslet. Kate, yep. uh, yeah, so that had everything going for it. It feels like a similar sort of thing. I've never really, I don't know, Dune is something that has never really been something that like, grabbed me. Was it a video game? No, it was a book. They a made book. a film in the 80s. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And they've right. made a TV miniseries about it. They've done it multiple times. It's long been considered an unfilmable book, something that just can't be filmed because it's so big and expansive and um, excessive and uh, elaborate, whatever. Technology's caught up with it now. Exactly right. Um, it looks stunning. You can understand, it looks beautiful. You can understand why they wanted press, particularly to see this at the IMAX. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and particularly like they played the first 10 minutes of it. I'm seeing people going, oh, I've never, you've never seen anything like this on the big screen before. I look at this and I say, I think, well, it looks great. I, I wouldn't say that it's nothing I haven't seen before. Um, like we've seen these kinds of effects, these big, big budget special effects. A lot of the more wacky imagery feels very um, like Terry Gilliam. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? Particularly, there's this yep. like this thing here, the guy that's like stretching up. Yeah, it feels very Terry Gilliam, like Brazil or yeah. one of those weird kind of movies, big fish sort of stuff, like Tim Burton even. Yeah. Um, I don't particularly feel like something I haven't seen before. No, no, no. So I feel like a lot of people have been sucked into this, oh, you've never seen anything like this before. That said, we haven't seen the first 10 minutes of the movie and a lot of press did get to see it around the world and maybe there's just something just incredible about it. But, I mean, with technology now, I mean, everything looks beautiful anyway. Yeah. Um, There could also be that you see it on a big IMAX screen, you're like, holy shit, this is like Mm. something completely Mm. different. And, and do you know if it was shot in 4K or 8K? Or I imagine whatever? it would have. I imagine it's been shot in at least 4K. Let's have a look on IMDb. I hope so. Yeah, well. Because if you get a, a um, what do you call it, a, a 4K release mm. and they use, and they don't downscale it, then upscale yeah, yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Shoot it in 4K, master it in 2K, and then yeah. put out a 4K disc. Um, I imagine it, they're heavily pushing this for like IMAX. So I imagine it's um, it's been shot on four point five K, and it's been giving a four K digital intermediate. Oh, good! So it'll be a true four K um, experience. There you go. It's going to have IMAX um, expanded 
ratio in certain sequences too. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Wasn't shot on IMAX though, was it? Mm, let's have a look. Cinematic progress doesn't look like any of it was shot on IMAX cameras. Ari Raw, um, Dolby Vision, Panavision. No, so I don't. I, as far as I can see from here, I don't think it was shot. Oh no, camera. Ari Alexa LF IMAX. Oh, there you go. So there you go. It's been beautiful. So I don't know if the whole film was shot with IMAX cameras. Probably, for the sounds of it. Um, but uh, it sounds like there's just select scenes that are in the expanded aspect ratio. Well, if it's all been shot in IMAX, no one they want to see, you want you to see exactly the IMAX. Right, yeah. Um, and like the director, Denis Villeneuve, I know I pronounce his name incorrect every time, um, but he wants this to be like it's a big, expansive cinematic event and want people to go to the cinema and see yeah. it. And, of course, they're doing the day and date thing with HBO Max. Oh, okay. Uh, they want to turn this into like a big franchise because there's supposed to be like a part two. They've only adapted a certain section of the book or whatever. I'm not, I am don't know the whole thing of it. Or maybe there were a couple of books. So I don't know. Um, but they want to turn into a franchise and they feel like shoving it on HBO Max day and date is going to like hamper it. Mm. Uh, so... We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, uh, it looks... I'm sort of a bit interested now. Yeah, I'm interested. I've never really been, but I think it looks... Even just for the visual spectacle of it all, I think it'll be good. And we'll definitely have to check it out in IMAX. I'm sure we'll get a screening for it. I'm uh, assuming the world's back open by... When's this supposed to come out? October. I think it opens a little bit earlier uh, in Europe. It opens like late September. Opens here October 21st, October 22nd in the US and the UK. And I feel like this is one, like we don't get many screenings in, in IMAX, mm. but if they were doing like a 30-minute preview session in the IMAX, I imagine they'll go to all lengths to have the whole film You'd hope so. screened in IMAX for press. So looking forward. We've had a few, but not a, not a lot. Not a lot. Like maybe two or three or four. I had a couple while you were away. Oh, yeah, you saw uh, First Man, which yep. was universal. Yep. Um, we've seen a couple of Marvel ones, Civil War, Infinity War, and Ant-Man randomly was at the IMAX. Yeah, it was too. Yeah, so we've done a couple. Um, but there you go. So this is from, uh, as I said, director uh, Danny Villeneuve. If that, I, I apologize. Probably if I, Villeneuve or something. Villeneuve, yeah, maybe. Uh, he has directed it from a screenplay by John Spates and himself and Eric Roth based on the novel of the same, of the same name written by Frank Herbert. Um, these are talking points I've been given by the studio, by the way. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, he is the uh, he is the director of Arrival, Sicario, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Prisoners, which was that one with Hugh Jackman and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think was that no, I can't remember. And Enemy, really great. We've seen all of them except for Blade yep. Runner, and they're all great movies. So that gives me a little bit more confidence uh, confidence in the film. Yeah. So it's not been something that I'm I'm not neither of us are really overly interested in like big epic sci fi fantasy. No, not really. So it's never really anything that's interested well, some me. Some of the fantasy part for me is Yeah. But sci fi fantasy for me is never is always hit and miss and I'm never really that interested. But mm. going by the trailer, I'm interested now. I'm interested and I'll I'll check it out and um yeah, we'll get some coverage in yeah. the movie. Yeah. When the movie comes out. We've got another trailer to take a look at here. This one's called The Last Duel. <laughs> Similar. Dune, Duel, Last <laughs> Duel, Last Duel. Uh, this is the latest film from Ridley Scott. Ooh. He's 83 years old Gold. at the moment. Good on him. Yeah. 
check out. I'm still getting around like that when I'm 83. Yeah, I know. If I get there. Here we go. It's called The Last Duel. This is a 20th Century Studios film, so Disney is releasing it. Have a look. I say before all of you, I spoke the truth. A most unspeakable charge has been brought against you. Jacques Legree entered our home. He attacked me. The accusation is false. I am telling the truth. The truth does not matter. There is only the power of men. This should be settled quietly. I'm innocent! I request a duel to the death. If you lose, your wife will suffer dire consequences. One of us has lied. Let us let God decide. There you go. Looks all right. The last duel. That Ridley Scott. Good. Love a bit of Ridley Scott. Mm. Gladiator, of course. Mm-hmm. You've got Ben Affleck, Matt Damon in there. Um, drop my phone. <laughs> um, it's got, uh, of course, Adam Driver's in there as well yep. and Jodie Comer. Um, all terrific. This one, this is what really excites me. Well, other than the fact that it's a Ridley Scott film, I love his movies, written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, um, as well as Nicole Holofcener. Uh, but oh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon writing a film again. Oh, it's been a while. Been a long time. And mm. they're terrific. I love their work. It looks really good. Um, it looks great. This is um, particularly exciting because I believe this is the first, if not one of the first, 20th century studios films that Disney have actually produced themselves. Because, yep. as you know, the big merger, when they bought Fox out, there was a whole bunch of these movies that hadn't been released yet and they've slowly been distributing oh, okay. them, whereas this is one that's actually been produced under Disney's watch. So when they bought Fox, this was a product production that was already in pre-production mm-hmm. or had they had the script, they had directors and stuff. And then Disney finally decided, yeah, okay, we'll release it. And they started filming last year. So this is like, I think the first one, I think the first 20th Century Studios film that is produced under the Disney watch. Oh, so interesting. interesting yeah. So yeah, I, no, it does look good. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. It's a historical, historical drama set in 14th century France, uh, focusing on Marguerite de Thibauville, and she claims she's been raped by her husband's best friend. Her husband is knight Jean de Carroge, and he challenges his friend and squire, Jacques Legris, to trial by combat. It is the last legally sanctioned duel in France's history. Mm. Oh, sounds uh, Sounds, really sounds good. Gr- gripping and riveting. Interested. Looks Very great. Interested. And when's that? Uh, that one is out this year sometime. I forgot to write that down, but that's out this year, I think. It's October 15. Mm. Only in theatres. So they're not going to dump that on Disney Plus or anything like that at the, at this time anyway. The Last Jewel. Looks good. Very excited for that. Hopefully we get a screening for that. I'm sure we will with Hopefully. Disney. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, a little bit of news. We're pushing it for time today. This yeah, isn't it's very a long much. one, so yeah. This isn't uh, like huge news, but The Rock has left the Fast and Furious franchise for good. Cool. <laughs> um, Vin Diesel spoke to Men's Health magazine a little while ago, um, 
and uh, they noted that Vin Diesel implied that a much publicised feud between him and The Rock was actually a technique that he employed uh, to elicit a better acting performance from him. (laughs) Uh, His quote was, I could give a lot of tough love, not Fellini-esque, but I would do anything I have to do in order to get performances in anything I'm producing. So The Rock uh, spoke to The Hollywood Reporter recently uh, because they're currently advertising Jungle Cruise. And The Rock had this to say, I laughed and I laughed hard. I think everyone had a laugh at that and I'll leave it at that. And that I've wished them well. I wish them well on Fast 9 and I wish them the best of luck on Fast 10 and Fast 11 and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do that will be without me. (laughs) Um and apparently Emily Blunt was in the interview session too and she had a little bit of a laugh. And she said, thank God he was there. She said of Vin, of Vin Diesel. <laughs> thank God he carried you through that. And then uh, The Rock had a little laugh over the Fellini-esque quote. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so uh, yeah, The Rock's gone. No more Hobbs. Ah, uh, well. Sadly. Uh, in Fast 10 or 11 or fucking however many of them they're going to do. God, no. So uh, that's that. I thought it was a bit funny. Uh, we've also had a little bit of interesting box office news this week. Space Jam A New Legacy opened mm. theatres and HBO Max. And it's uh, done better than they expected at the cinemas. It took in $31.7 million from just under 4,000 theatres across the US. Um, and Black Widow fell to number two with only $26.3 million Ooh, this week. Um, it is, yeah, it is... It, via The Hollywood Reporter, the superhero pick suffered a steep 67% decline, one of the biggest drops ever for a Marvel title and the worst amongst the Marvel films released by Disney. Hmm. Um, That's not saying much, though, because we're in a pandemic. So all the regular rules are thrown out the window and likely in this scenario is that everyone who wanted to see it in a cinema went and saw it in a cinema on the first week. Yeah. And then everyone else stayed home and watched it on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Um, Hollywood Reporter also says that the decline underscores that the box office recovery is far from over um, and also that the temp pole is available in the home via Disney Plus Premier Access and piracy is another problem. Yeah, mm. really? Yeah. Didn't think piracy was still going on. Of course it is. Really? Rampant. Hmm. There's all these websites that just stream movies now. I had somebody <laughs> in my comments like... I posted, oh, yeah, I posted on Twitter. I was like, Black Widow is now available to stream on Disney+. Plus. And he was like, or just go to, all right, and watch it for free. <laughs> I said, why would you do that, though? He said, support the artist. Support, particularly right now, in these times, pandemic, exactly. everything, these studios need as much money from you as they can or they'll just stop making the movies that you want to watch. Mm. I was like, don't illegally pirate stuff. How is it illegal, he says. There's this, <laughs> con- this thread that went on for ages. was like, how do you not understand this? He's like, how is it different from me streaming it on Netflix or Disney Plus or anything? It's all free anyway. I was like, well, no, you're paying I was like, it. how do I not explain this to you more clear? If you're watching, if you're watching it for free on a service other than the service that it's supposed to be on, that you're supposed to be paying for, it is illegal piracy. <laughs> yeah, you didn't quite get it. Yeah. Didn't understand. It. So there's going to be a lot of people out there like that who either don't give a fuck or don't understand, or they're like, oh, I could just watch it on Netflix for free. Why can't I just go to this? Illegal streaming site and watch it for free. How can you watch, can you watch it on Netflix for free? You're paying a subscription. Exactly subscription, right. so you paid for it. Yeah. Anyway, these people are fucking an idiots. So, um, let's do a couple of subscriber questions and and round 
today's show, Anna. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Blake? Yes. Okay, hey, Dave old, Dave and old man Rick. Hey, Blake. G'day, Blake. Good to hear from you again. Yes. I uh, hope, hope you guys are doing all right in lockdown 87 or whatever Melbourne is up to. Mm. It's five. <laughs> it feels like it's about 96. Oh, no. Uh, I watched the first two episodes of Schmigadoon on Apple mm. TV uh, over the weekend and loved it. Mm. I got uh, very, it got very interesting, fantastical feel to it, and I'm wondering if you've seen it and have any recommendations for similar shows or movies. Kind of has a big fish aesthetic to it. Keep up the great work. Up the Swans. Cheers, Blake. No, no, up the Swans. The Swans is Swans is a football team in Sydney. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, we saw the trailer yeah. for this one last night, and just thought, yeah, no, oh, don't think so. Not sure. They find. This I think th- I want to have a look at it though. No, I, I do. Know. I I just thought, oh, I want to look at it, but it looks like crap. Yeah, just a musical, but kind of not a musical. Yeah, that's right. Because they find themselves in a town that is like they've stepped into a musical. Yeah, of course. Sh- you know, I don't like musicals. Uh, neither do I. Of course, Schmigadoon is a play on uh, Brigadoon. Which is right. an old Gene Kelly film, yeah. which is actually a great movie. I love yeah, the Gene yeah. Kelly stuff. Um, I don't know. Might, might check it out. I want to have a look. I'll, uh, I'm going to check it out. Well, Apple, like I said, Apple TV has not steered us wrong yet. No, that's right. So we'll check it out. Anything mm. similar in, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it does seem very big fishy. Um, Can't we, really sort of tell because we haven't seen it. Yeah. So. That's the vibes I'm getting. Otherwise, yeah. that uh, Viva Laughlin show, we've mentioned that before. <laughs> that was a great show. Was it I loved Viva Laughlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, yeah. uh, the, the British one was Viva Blackpool. Right. Yeah, that's right. But Viva Laughlin. I don't know, yeah. three episodes. Yeah, they got like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I watched those three episodes a few times. Yeah, we'll watch it and we'll get back to you on that. Yep. In a week or a couple of weeks. Charlie Palmer asks, who are some film critics you find yourself watching or regularly agreeing with? Mm. Not many, because most film critics are a bit... Yeah. A bit, um, <laughs> pretentious. Yeah, that's the word. There's a few I like online. I really like Chris Duckman. I think he's great. Um, I like Double Toasted. I love those guys. I think they're great. I'm very mu- I very much find myself agreeing with pretty much everything they say. Mm. A group of American guys just... They love the Marvel stuff and they just always rag on the DC stuff. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I think they're great. They're very funny. Um, but then I, but then I, that's not the only reason I like them because, you know, they love the yeah, whatever. But, yeah. um, but I always feel like they're very fair reviews. Like if there's something in a Marvel film that's really stupid, they'll fucking rip into I'll it or whatever. It, yeah. um, I really like them. They're probably my favourite on, on YouTube as far as critics go. Uh, but then if I got to point out anyone else who I'm like – uh, have like respect for it would be, it would be Leonard Moulton, mm. but that's, that almost goes without saying. Yeah, exactly, I yeah. feel. Um, he's he's not pretentious at all. No, which is never great. has been, and I think that's why he became so popular, mm. so well known. Anyway, so there you go. Sealy Esp S Sealy Espino. Yeah, wants to know what is the most memorable film, one that stood out. What is the most memorable film, one that stood out? And when you came out of the theatre, you kept thinking about the film. Let me think. <laughs> I should really think about this before <laughs> before I write them in. Um, I don't know. 
Something that we've uh, seen and been like, geez, that's there's, really there's been good. a couple for me, yeah, over the years, but they weren't. We watched them at home. Mm. One was, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, oh, brother, oh, yeah, oh, brother, were out there, yeah. Um, and another one was, um, what was it called? Um, Guy Pierce. Memento. Memento. Yeah, Christopher Nolan movie, yeah. Yeah, that that really stuck with me and I thought about it and thought about it and thought about mm. it. Well, if we go down that route, I would say Inception. Loved Inception. Mm. Another, um, not Inception, sorry, Interstellar. Both, right, yeah. both Christopher Nolan films. But yeah, Interstellar, definitely. Mm. One of the best experiences I've ever had in a theatre too. Saw it at yep. IMAX. It was just oh, fucking so good. I yep. love it. Love that movie. Yeah. yeah. But both but both, both those ones I mentioned, yeah. they were ones that mm. it sort of only dawned me to follow on the following day after I'd been right. thinking about it. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah. get it now. Get it. So, yeah. There you go. Uh, Josephine, Josephine Waldemar. Yep. Have you watched the DuckTales reboot? If you can give a brief review or on your thoughts mm. and what's your favourite Disney Channel animated series? Right. DuckTales reboot. I haven't properly watched it, but I've seen bits of it. I've seen a few episodes here and there. And I really like it. It's very. It's actually very good. I was a fan of the original DuckTales uh, back in the day and I loved that show. And the new show is very good. It's probably one of the better remakes, reboots of anything. Yep. It's very, very good. Um, and my favourite Disney Channel animated series, I would say probably like, the, like that stuff from the late 80s, 90s, whether that be... Uh, DuckTales or Chippendale Rescue Rangers or Tailspin, Goof Troop, all that stuff. They were like my fa- like all Recess. I mm, loved Recess mm. as well. Yeah, they were all fun. Yeah, I know. Recess, you love that. Yeah. Um, the first competition I ever won was a Recess competition on the – on. it was either the – I think it might have been on a magazine or something, one of the women's magazines. And they Probably said, the Disney magazines. Yeah, it was either – I think it was one of the f- women's magazines. Maybe it was the, one of the Disney magazines I used to buy. Anyway, it was like a, they gave me like a basketball ring, remember, with the recess logo That's on it. That's right, yeah. And a little basketball, yeah. like tiny little basketball, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a little backpack or some, sh- some <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Devise sued. Yeah. Um, with films like Space Jam essentially being a form of self-promotion and the fl- uh, and the Flash likely to follow a similar model, do you believe that films are now becoming the cause of the blurred line between TV and movies? Shows like The Mandalorian have been used to demonstrate TV coming closer to film, but has the alt- alternative begun also? Uh, so I don't agree with much of this because a lot of the, the, the backlash that Space Jam has been getting is, oh, it's just an advertisement for HBO Max because look at all the characters they've shoved in there from all these different um, franchises and IPs. You've got Pennywise from It, you've got The Mask, you've got Wizard of Oz characters, you've got Matrix characters, you've got uh, Hanna-Barbera characters, Flintstones, Jetsons, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, just hundreds of these characters in there. And people are saying, oh, they've obviously made this movie to advertise HBO Max. But these cameos are so insignificant that I don't see it as an advertisement. Right. They've just done just a fun mashup movie, no different to yeah. Roger Rabbit or Ready Player One. It's just a fun movie where they've gone, hey, let's just shove all our IP together. The only thing that I see in there as an, as an advertisement is a very big heavy focus on The Matrix. The Matrix keeps popping up and there's a scene where they go into one of the Matrix movies. There's a lot of Matrix characters. Mm-hmm. They're doing the Matrix 4 at the moment, and yep. obviously this is a way for them to try and put the Matrix back on the map to reintroduce it in some right. small way okay. to a younger audience, I feel. That's the only kind of advertisement thing I get out of it. 
Um, do I think films are now becoming closer to TV? I don't know. I feel like because the production values on television have become so good now, yep. I think that there is there is a blurred line now because it's very little distinguishment mm. between telly and, and movies. And again, when you've got so many movies going exclusively to streaming platforms, there's no difference yeah, that's to right. most people, yeah. particularly younger audiences yep. or just anyone in general, just general audiences now. Mm. There was that thing a while ago where they were saying all movies are being branded content now. Mm. It's just content that you jump on a, a service yep. and watch. Yeah. So I think that more than anything else is what's blurring that line between TV and mm. film because the TV is just so is feeling so much more like film with each yeah. passing year. And as I was just saying just earlier that about technology, technology is mm. caught up with it all, and it's yeah. and it's so easy to use now and so good that they can apply it on film or yeah, yeah, or, or TV. TV. Yeah. And then you get and Mandalorian no different. or the Marvel shows where they throw like a hundred million, hundred and fifty yep. million dollars a season to yep. um, and it just looks like a movie. Exactly. So right. I think that's the thing that's blurring the line. And the yeah. fact that these movies, if anything blurs the line, if anything that makes a film look more like TV as opposed to TV look like film, yep. it's that the films are being dumped on the services next to a film. Yeah. Uh, next yeah, to yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might watch WandaVision and then, hey, why don't you watch Captain America Civil War? You know, it's like that mm. content loop yep, thing. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's I think that's what's done it more than calling Space Jam an advertisement. Yeah, it's exactly. Not, yeah. It's not. Uh, okay, so uh, Mr. Josh yep. wants to know what cartoon character mm. would you like to see make a big comeback in today's time? Yep, like on the same level as Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny. Mm. Keep up the amazing work, guys, Thank, as always. Thanks, Mr. Josh. Thanks, Josh. Ah, Felix the Cat. I'd love to see like a comeback for Felix the Cat, yeah. like a grand scale comeback. Yeah, I'd say Betty Boot, but I don't feel like you could do it properly today. No, nah, that's that's the problem. Yeah. That's why I said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so even things like Roadrunner, you couldn't. Yeah. So a lot of that content you couldn't sort of use today. Well, they're doing a. Um, they are doing content. a Wiley. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a Wiley Coyote film. It's called Wiley. It's called Coyote vs. Acme, where he sues the Acme Corporation for uh, giving okay. him too many dud, dud contraptions. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be interesting to see. But yeah, yeah I feel cool. like yeah, it's hard to. Take these characters and do much with them. Mm. Yeah. Charlie Brown, Snoopy. I'd love to see like have a full scale comeback. Oh, they had the mo- they had the movie a few years ago. They've had some TV. Apple now owns the Peanuts IP. Right. Okay. So there's a lot of Apple's TV shows for kids. Give them like a I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to see it as a as a CG. Well, they did that, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, did they? Yeah. We've watched it. Oh, okay. <laughs> old man, old man memory. Yeah, we watched it. It was okay. Mm. There you go. Um, but it didn't have that. Didn't have that charm. You're right. No, that's right. Yeah. That's what I said. We were saying. I said last week was, yeah, yeah. was about Charlie because Brown being the favorite, mm. and whatever, because of the simplicity yeah, of the yeah. animation. One more question. Uh, Iger, I, Iger Rowan. Yep. What obscure media you love? Jeez. That you wish people talked about more. Should have thought about this too. Um. I just think anything, any of the movies I grew up with are becoming more and more obscure every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Martin stuff, Eddie Murphy stuff, um, hey, even some of the early Adam Sandler stuff. Yeah. It doesn't seem that obscure to me, but then I think like these movies, like when I was growing up, I was watching early films, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and... They felt a little bit old because they were maybe 10, 20 years earlier than me. Mm. Now 
you've got this whole new generation who are seeing these Adam Sandler movies, Will Ferrell movies, yeah. as like 20 or 30-year-old, oh, they're older movies. Yeah. I feel like they've become more obscure too. So just stuff like that you don't hear a lot about. Mm. And I feel like you, you hear a lot less about classic classic cinema, 30s, 40s, yeah, 50s. Yeah, I agree with that. Just less and less and less. Yeah. And I was, this is pretty sad, but Alicia shared me this TikTok that was, here are all the actors that we'll leave, we will lose in the next 10 years. Clint Eastwood, Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, all these, uh, Michael Caine, mm. all these older actors. And I thought, fucking hell, this is that moment where all the greats, are, we're going to have this like 10-year period where all of these greats are going to die. It's that, that whole generation, Clint Eastwood, yeah. that whole generation's going to go. And I was thinking like when I was a kid, it was. will never die. No, no way. <laughs> But when I was a kid, it was Frank Sinatra's died, Dean Martin's died, yeah. Bob Hope's died, yeah. this person's died. Yeah. So they had this whole wave of like that generation's gone. Yeah. And then now it's going to be that generation of performers that I grew up with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like fucking hell. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> mm. Sad. Yeah, it is a bit. Very sad. It is a bit. So, that, so the, the more you move on with time, the more this stuff becomes obscure. I would love to have a platform where I can talk about older stuff. It just doesn't get traction. And the, and, and you're right about the old, like the older classics. Like, mm. and I reckon, I reckon a lot of that uh, um, has gone missing because of streaming, constant streaming mm-hmm. now. It's just buried. That's what Martin Scorsese yep. was saying a while ago, wasn't it? Actually, that was the same thing where he was saying everything's just content now. Yeah. Is that it's just all these old classic movies just get lost. Yeah. They just get buried. And in and, this fifth, and, pool. and 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 most, you know. 15, 15 year olds mm. aren't like, uh, no. you know, aren't like you, and you used to enjoy watching old stuff mm. even at that age. Yeah, they're not going to go searching and no, looking exactly at that right. sort of stuff. Yeah, well, because they want that instant movies gratification. From, movies from the forties felt old to me when I was a kid. Yeah, and they were now, me too. And now, kids of today, the movies that were made in the eighties, yeah. are as old to these kids as movies that were made the 40s, in the 40s were to yeah, me. So right. now they will look at movies from the 40s and it's like fucking Charlie Chaplin to them. Yeah. I look at the Charlie Chaplin stuff, 1920s, even earlier, and I think, fuck, that's really old. Yeah. To them that's like, geez, that's fucking ancient. That's yeah. dinosaur shit. Yeah. But like looking back at like Casablanca, Humphrey Bogart, to them, to this new generation, is like how I would perceive a Charlie Chaplin film, like fucking like ancient. Yeah. I, even we were watching that McCartney thing, yep. and there's like footage from the sixties. That's right. And I said, "Shit, that footage is looking old." Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's and it's never felt old. Yep. And you look at you look at a lot, particularly a lot of old British mm. film, yeah. like from the sixties yeah. and even seventies, looks mm. really old. Yeah, Michael Caine stuff like Alfie. Real old, weird. Like even we watched um, Vacation. Yeah, which is like what seventies, eighties. Yep. 70s. Oh, yeah, and we thought remember. this movie looks so fucking old now. Yeah, I'd how, be 80s probably. How weird is yeah. that? That time thing is just yeah, exactly weird. right. Something that you've watched for your whole life and then all of a sudden you go, that, Jeez, just, that's, that looks, that's ancient now. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, that, I just want just to yeah. on. Oh, I was just going to say, it really tripped me up, that Beatles footage last night, because it's something I've watched my whole life. Yeah. Like, you grew up, you grew me up on the Beatles, yep. and it's footage I've watched over and over again. And to me, it's like, when I was a kid, 1960s, oh, it was 30, 40 years ago. And now you look back, you go... 60 years 60, ago. That, but, but even 60 years doesn't feel that old to me, but you look at the footage and like, that's old. Yeah, now. exactly right. It's really old. Anyway, what were you going to say? Just before we go, yeah. we had an email just before we got on oh, from yeah. Pete Seamoss. Pete Seamoss. Yeah, good buddy. mate up in New South. Uh-huh. 
and he had a really good had a really good uh yes he did point about um choosing what to watch yeah yeah well he? well I was going to try and get in today's show but yeah no that's what I was going to say we'll we'll sort of we'll go to, um, yep. you know um next what week do you call it absorb what he had to say yeah, yeah. and then we'll put it in put it in next week yeah sort of sort, sort of, of that. that but a really good um yeah nice interesting yeah. little way to pick a movie and yeah. whatever so we'll do that next week. We've yeah. run out of time now. We have so. fucking gone way over this way week. Over. Huge show. Oh, well. Anyway, guys. Jeez, thanks for sticking with us for like two, over just over two hours. I appreciate it. Uh, of course, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. The visual element is available to view on YouTube on the same day, but if you're a patron supporter, you can get it on your two-day early access at patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under for as little as $1 a month. Jesus, you're cheap. I know. So uh, Alicia tells me. I know, yeah. It's a visual, the visual element goes out on YouTube, of course, uh, but um, it's on the new channel now. Yep. So you can head over to the new channel, and uh, it's like YouTube, I don't know, Dave Lee Down Under podcast channel. There's a link down below. Go there. Watch it, subscribe, help us get the monetization up. And watch it. And watch it. Oh, geez, here's going to be another headache. I'm going to have to file these tax things for the second channel now. Mm, well, you're not getting paid for it. No, moment, exactly so right. It doesn't matter yeah. at the moment. Uh, so anyway, go over and give as much support as you can to that second channel. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully Dave Lee Down Under sticks around a little while longer. We'll try and sort this tax Can't out guarantee there. it, though. No, I know. It's very sad. Let's uh, Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Yeah. And uh, all that shit. I hope I'm going to be here for you guys for a long, long time. But uh, it's looking like dark days, unfortunately. And you can uh, YouTube preview. I just dropped my Lola Bunny Cartoon Evolution, which is doing gangbusters. Best cartoon evolution I've done for a long time. Surprise, surprise. So the uh, US government <laughs> can tax you more. Oh, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, I've done a voice evolution for Lola Bunny, which is doing well as well. I did my Space Jam Easter egg breakdown as well, which is huge too. So I'm going to lose a, bit, a lot of money on that. Um, some cartoon news last week, including a, a rumor. It wasn't rumor. It was like the director of Space Jam who said, if we do Space Jam 3, I'd like to get The Rock. So there's a little video on that. Um, there's a Turner and Hooch review, the interviews, also a Behind the Attraction review. Jeez, I was busy last week. And also a Blu-ray DVD collection update's gone up as well. This week, I'm hoping to get the two voice evolutions out that I've been behind on, which is Speedy Gonzalez and Tasmanian Devil. Also have, hopefully, the review for Jungle Cruise up this week and probably a couple of little bits along the way. Um, and that's it. Awesome. Cool. Thanks to all my Rick for joining me once again. Thanks again, Dave. Thanks everybody out there for listening. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. Take it easy.